Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to middays on super talk mississippi gerard gibbard coming at you live from providence hill farms for the mississippi veterans affairs clay shoot today rhino back in the studio taking care of business morning rhino howdy howdy it is beautiful out here this morning folks uh little cloudy but sun is breaking through the clouds but what a fantastic venue this is for a great event raising money for veterans and uh, coming on the program today at 10:20, stacy pickering the director of mississippi veterans affairs stephen cole the ceo of mid-south rehab services at 1105 secretary of state michael watson at 11:20, representative bubba carpenter at 11:50, attorney general lynn fitch at 12:05, insurance commissioner mike cheney comes on at 12:20. Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, 1237, and former Governor Phil Bryant rounds the day out at 1253. It's going to be a good one. We are awfully proud to be here for uh, a great event for a great cause. So, Rhino, what about John Gruden? I think we're going to have uh, a continuation of cancel culture with, if you said something that could be considered insensitive nowadays... 10, 15, 20 years ago, well, your job could be on the line if you have a uh, public-facing profession. If you haven't heard, folks, John Gruden, the head coach of the Oakland Raiders, has uh, resigned as of today, and this is a result of some racially insensitive language that he used in the past and misogynist language, and I think he just about broke uh, all of the uh, insensitive language thresholds, Rhino, I think it's fair to say. But the crazy thing is, why do you put that in writing so that it could be dug up and uh, exposed? Uh, that's Because it was in emails and 
and I think in tweets and so forth, but it, it's, it's, I'm sorry, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm still stuck in the 70s and 80s stay in Oakland, but it's the Las Vegas Raiders that just hit me. My apologies. Um, but why do you put that stuff in writing so people can dig it up? It, it, because your digital footprint is an indelible one. It's immutable. doesn't seem to go away. It follows you wherever you go. So... He just said he thought it was time to get out of the way that, uh, and the, these emails, by the way, covered a seven-year period and as it is being reported. So, nonetheless, John Gruden out. Always enjoyed him as a color analyst doing football as well, just bringing the perspective of a, of a head coach and one that excelled at it and understands the game, understands players. I always thought he was really good at that, and obviously a very good coach uh, entered re-entered the coaching profession after a stint uh, doing a color on the NFL. But anyhow, One way to look at it, though, yeah. is you, you have people who have been found guilty of domestic abuse. Yeah. You have people that have stolen. You have people that have attempted murder. You, I mean, you have all these acts of violence being committed by people that are still employed in the NFL. Yeah, that's a good words point. are a step too far. Yeah, that's that's a good point, is that we, we seem to be more focused on words and whether or not they are considered inappropriate in certain circles and, and whether or not, I guess, those words are offensive, uh, God forbid. We, we, we live in a world where offending someone hurting their feelings with words and driving them to their safe space uh, seems to eclipse in terms of severity, as, as Rhino, as you're saying, the actual acts of harm or violence uh, against another human or taking their stuff. Uh, yeah, it does seem to be a little bit upside down, in, in my opinion, but I don't know. If you're going to do stuff like that, don't tweet it. Don't email it. <laughs> I think that's the message out of all that. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. To pivot a bit here, yesterday we talked about the new California law requiring large retailers to, uh, prohibiting, I should say, large retailers from displaying their merchandise in gender-specific sort of aisles and, and really forcing them to combine all of the various items uh, and goods targeted at specific genders, uh, mix them in together so that they're so-called gender neutral. Also, there's some other crazy stuff in uh, this new law that Gavin Newsom in California signed as well. How about this? Bans the sale of new gas-powered leaf blowers, lawnmowers, and, and other outdoor equipment by 2024. No more gas-powered. No more gas-powered lawnmowers no more gas powered leaf blowers uh seems like uh, kind of a solution looking for a problem i mean is that really generating that much even on a combined aggregate basis into the atmosphere such that it is a cause of climate change that, that seems a little extreme to me uh and, and you know along those lines did, did you guys know that uh, according to a recent report, Antarctica, its last six months, were the coldest on record. 
How does that happen, Rhino? How, how, how do we have all this doom and gloom of global warming, climate change, etc., and expectation of melting of the polar ice caps and all sorts of other uh, dour predictions? But now there's a report, and this was actually in CNN. They were the first story I saw on this that says that even in this year, which has been one of extreme heat, Antarctica, last six months, coldest on record. How do you explain that? I sure would say you... that the uh, the movers and shakers, the people, the decision makers, are listening to a portion of science that says they can predict the future to within a degree <laughs> all the way out to 2,100. <laughs> but they haven't been able to get three or four years in a row right. So I'm still trying to figure out why we're listening to these idiots. <laughs> so true. So true. I, I mean, I'd, it almost kind of happened under the radar. But, gosh, this is even the climate change loving CNN that's publishing this report, which is really what sort of shocked me. They're also on the economic front. All sorts of reports of supply chain problems and shortages and if if it ain't enough that we got problems getting folks to go to work to, to help alleviate some of these constraints we've got problems with uh, raw material shortages we've got transportation challenges etc because we can't get enough folks to drive the trucks in New York City they're reporting that the drugstore shelves are essentially empty because of the shoplifting surge. Uh, we already talked about this in, in San Francisco and California not so long ago where uh, they've set the bail uh, so high and, and or really just set the bar so high for even being arrested for shoplifting that anything under $900 they pretty much just don't even want to hear about. And there are some photos that the New York Post is circulating this morning showing, and they describe it as third world New York City drugstore shelves empty amid a shoplifting surge. It one, that's what one Manhattan resident, that's how uh, he described it. Quote, it looks like the third world after eyeing the aisles of a CVS on 6th Avenue in Soho. Uh, desperately low of toothpaste, face wash, and hand sanitizer. They've all been stolen, a CVS employee told the phone. I mean, what does I'm, somebody in Soho know about the third world? That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, they see my a cup gosh. on the ground littered. Oh, it's the third world. <laughs> that's true. But I do think there is some truth to the fact that uh, that this this sort of defund the police movement and let's don't punish folks for breaking the law. It is no question is emboldened criminals, and they're just helping themselves on the store shelves. It, it, uh, already with a backdrop of supply chain shortages. So, good grief. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the show, some of the other reasons for the supply chain shortages, which are also causing incredibly high prices of everything you buy. But when we come back, Stacy Pickering, the director of the Mississippi Veterans Affairs, will join us. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. We're at Providence Hill Farms today for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs. Clay Shoot, stay with us.
With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. We have the deal. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal. That's right. Ridgeland Mitsubishi has the deals because we are your pre-owned headquarters. We have cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. And boy, do we have trucks. Two-wheel drive, 4 by 4 diesel, every brand, every size, and in stock. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Credit problems? Not at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your car and vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Okay, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ because we have the deal. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for deals with approved Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Who said food? Who said ride? Who said free parking? I say Yazoo County Fair. The most beloved tradition of Yazoo is back. The Yazoo County Fair is celebrating its 93rd fair with a whole week of entertainment and fun. From October 15th through October 23rd, enjoy all rides for one price. Plus, arts and crafts, local canyon exhibits, petting zoo, and other fair favorites included in your general admission. Parking is free, so we hope to see you at Hugh J. McGraw Drive. Find all the details on Facebook or go to visityazoo.org. We're here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. You are tuned 
to Middays. Gerard Gibbert out here at Providence Hill Farms. We are we are here for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs. Just trying to get some equipment set up. We're, we're here for the Veterans Affairs, Clay Shoot, and uh, Sporting Clay's fundraiser out here. Joining us now, Stacy Pickering, the director of the Mississippi Veterans Affairs. Looks like uh, we got a good day. I saw the, the teams headed out on the course, Stacy, and hearing the gunshots in the, in the background. Looks like uh, we're going to raise some money, too. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. Uh, we're having a great turnout. It's uh, the largest charitable sporting place shoot here at Providence Hill Farms and really in the state of Mississippi. So it's exciting to see this many folks. 32 teams are out there this wow. morning. Gerard uh, shooting to support our veterans. Uh, they've raised some great money. Uh, we firmly expect to be over $200,000 by the end of the day. That is so awesome. And, and you also have a, a golf tournament as well, right? Yeah, yesterday. So last year we actually maxed out the Sporting Clays tournament, so we added a day at the Country Club of Jackson wow. yesterday. We had uh, sold it out two weeks ago, having to turn away teams, which is a great problem to have. Uh, we still took donations. Uh, the course is in great shape following the Sanderson Farms uh, Championship. Uh, it was amazing to play on course. It was set up for the pros and the PGA, but we had a great turnout yesterday, enough that we're going to have to add a second flight next year. Wow. So this event continues to grow as Mississippians show their support financially. Uh, participating in these events to support Friends of Mississippi Veterans. Uh, that's the nonprofit that all this money goes to, stays in the state, and then goes directly to support the veterans in our nursing homes here in Mississippi at Mississippi Veterans Affairs or one of our two cemeteries for Reads Across America at Christmas time to honor those who are resting in their final resting place. And we're not surprised at the generosity of Mississippians in terms of their respect and love uh, and desire to help veterans. We're not surprised. Not surprised. At that. It just it's a perfect reflection. You know, Mississippians are patriotic people. We, we raise our right hand, wear our nation's uniform proudly, multiple generations that I have the privilege of having served with myself, and to watch those families uh, continue to serve, but then the average Mississippians who haven't, it's a great way of saying thank you for your service. Yeah. And they show up, they put the teams in, you know, gov former Governor Phil Bryant's here today, and yeah. he's got a team, and uh, you know, we've got companies like Tradition on the Gulf Coast who made a $10,000 donation just out of the blue saying, hey, we want to support this and be involved uh, in what's going on to support the veterans in Mississippi. We've got other companies across the state that are just writing checks from Mid-South Rehab, one of our key sponsors, Stephen Cole. You know, he is uh, on our board at Friends of Mississippi Veterans and is one of the key help persons, he and Jack Winstead, to put this event together, to call individuals and call companies to raise the dollars that goes into supporting our veterans. Yeah, and that's totally awesome. A beautiful place out here, isn't it? And what yeah, a perfect place to it's do It's hard to believe you drive up here coming towards Florida and all of a sudden take a left turn and going through, <laughs> you know, former cotton fields and horse farms and all of a sudden you come through, drop off a hill and you're at this beautiful location, this great lake that's behind us and you can hear the shooters down here in the woods yeah. having a great time. It really is a jewel for Mississippi at Providence Hill Farms. Uh, and it's just an idyllic setting for a day like this. Yeah, it, it truly is. All right, so how, how many facilities are uh, under your scope of well, authority? Mississippi VA, we run four veterans homes. Okay. Uh, we have 600 beds for veterans, nursing home beds to care for them uh, during their latter part of life when their health is declining. We're building another 100 beds on the Gulf Coast right now. Wow. Uh, actually started clearing the lot and breaking ground. We'll have the official uh, ceremony on Friday. Uh, on the Gulf Coast. Already a couple hundred folks are coming to be a part of that uh, event. So we're very excited that our mission continues to expand. Mississippi has 187,000 veterans wow. who have served
serve our country and that they contribute two billion dollars a year to our economy and most folks don't think of the veterans community as an economic driver but their pension and retirement is over a billion health care their gi bill benefits that go straight to the universities and colleges in mississippi it goes over two billion dollars coming back into our economy man that, that is awesome so and we should also point out uh stacy that some of these veterans that are, are in these homes they have no family right uh, you do have some that have very no or very limited family and very limited resources and a lot of the money that we raise here goes to help buy clothes toiletry articles because you don't think about the fact that we've got to provide deodorant toothpaste yeah. the simple things of life and some of this money goes to do those kind of things the other thing we learned this year during covid we needed a large outdoor space because the virus does not transmit as readily outdoors and we it's easier and better for us to have family members visit outdoors and we didn't have a couple of small porches at our homes so last year with the money raised we built a pavilion of our oxford home this year we're going to build two pavilions one in Kosciuszko, the other in jackson we already have a pavilion in collins and so each of those homes in Oxford, Kosciuszko, Jackson, and Collins will all have a large outdoor space with ceiling fans, lighting, uh, all the electricity so that our veterans have a place they can enjoy and be. Wow, and, and you mentioned earlier 187 new beds? Yep, uh, uh, well, 100 new beds. 100 new beds. 100 new beds, okay, 100. private rooms though, and that's okay. what's gonna make this different. The federal VA requires us, if you build a new facility, to have private rooms and private baths for the dignity of our veterans. Sure. So it will be a very uh, special place for our veterans. And we're actually, because we're building it from scratch, we'll have a dedicated memory care unit. Uh, a lot of our veterans in advanced age are dealing with dementia and Alzheimer's. So we can actually have rounded corners and rounded walls so that those that do wander, you know, it helps them move in a healthy and safe way. Yeah, and, and besides the veterans' homes, your organization operates the cemeteries and provides other services right, as well. We have two veterans. cemeteries, over 1,300 veterans and their family members buried at Newton and Kill Michael, and that's totally free to the veterans and their family members. Uh, and we have perpetual care. It looks like a miniature Arlington. Wow. Uh, we also provide claim service to help our veterans navigate the VA system and making sure they get the benefits, the disability ratings that they've earned and that they deserve. So we actually generate and represent the veterans at the VA Benefits Office uh, to get that $2 billion into Mississippi. And we actually have a division that actually audits and authorizes the use of the GI Bill. They okay. work with the universities, Ole Miss, State, Southern, Jackson State, Alcorn, Mississippi Valley, all the community colleges to make sure their programs satisfy the federal requirements to get those GI Bill benefits in for our veterans and their families. Yeah. And what about assisting uh, veterans' families when a, when a veteran has passed away and yeah. then their benefits that well, uh, they're if, entitled to? Even if the veteran's still alive, I tell every veteran, things change on benefits yeah. all the time. Yeah. So every five to ten years, you need to get somebody to check and make sure nothing, that there's something you're not entitled to. Good point. And they can go to our website, msva.ms.gov, and they can right there ask to speak to someone and we will follow up and contact them with one of our veteran service officers we're accredited we handle all the american legion all the vfw all comes through our office so there's one website that veterans can go to to start getting services and benefits in mississippi msva mississippi veterans affairs ms.gov who qualifies as a veteran stacy you know federally to, for benefits purposes if you've served your time on active duty you qualify for federal recognition 
Uh, then it comes into how much do you have any disability? And it could be something from hearing loss to our Vietnam vets yeah. dealing with Agent Orange exposure and other avenues of that nature that really starts moving that up. And you start getting to that 70 to 80 to 100% disability ratings. You start changing people's lives. We had a family that were owed back benefits. They had gone through the application process and had mm -hmm. drug on so long that when we finally got involved and they came to us for help, it literally 60 days later, we got them a check for three, over $350,000. Wow. That changed that family's life. And we get to do that on a daily basis. That's awesome. So they need to check in. That's, they that's need to the check point. In. Yeah. Uh, even if you've already got your benefits and say, well, this is what I earn. Every five or ten years, things change. Just since I've been in this job in the last four years, you've got the Blue Water Navy uh, benefits have changed. For the, the Navy officers who never got our Navy enlisted and officers that served on ships within 12 nautical miles of Vietnam, they never qualified for Agent Orange until two years ago. Uh -huh. Now they do. How about that? Uh, okay. Then you've got Agent Orange in some of the U.S. bases where it was stored, like Eglin, Makes like sense. Camp Lejeune. You've sure. got groundwater issues. Hearing changes all the time. Yeah. And so making sure that we're getting those things into the system you're getting evaluated so that you get the benefits again you deserve we had a young man a marine served in desert storm who uh had a stroke turns out it was tied back to some of the exposure he had he went from 40 percent disability rating to a 90 percent making sure he gets access to the health care that he needs to deal with the aftermath of the stroke he deserved because of his exposure in the military yeah it's important we take care of these folks they put their lives on the line and and they just do what they're ordered to do yeah. i mean that's the nature of the military well, they know you that do. you yeah. salute smartly and say yes sir yes ma'am you know and the other thing we get to honor our veterans uh last week the french government uh was in columns at our home and uh mr Reckett, they actually came in he was a world war ii veteran nose gunner on a B-24 Liberator, 30 missions over Europe, including D-Day, and they came to award him the French Liberation Medal. That is awesome. You know, 40, 50 years too you know, late, but he's 99 years old. That is so cool. And it was just amazing to hear the stories and get to say thank you. I'm so glad you shared that. Stacy, always good chatting with you, and I'm sure we'll be seeing you around the rest of the day. Looks like we're going to have a great day here at Providence uh, Hill Farms, the clay shoot for Mississippi Veterans Affairs, raising money for... Uh, America's most valuable asset, in my view, and that's our veterans, those who serve in our armed forces. We'll take a break right here and come back with Middays with Gerard here. We're at Providence Hill Farm. Stay with us. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktop, 
countertops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue Serving Mississippians. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a home invasion Monday night in Meridian, an 80-year-old woman was dragged from her bed and kidnapped. According to WTOK, the suspect forced the woman to drive him around town, then put her in the trunk. He went to a hotel and picked up two women. They heard a noise in the trunk, dropped the suspect off at a gas station, then called police. The car was found on the Meridian Community College campus. The victim was alive but suffered minor injuries. The suspect is still at large. And some lawmakers want to eliminate the income tax in the upcoming session. Representative Trey Lamar told Supertalk Mississippi, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn spoke about it at an event in Senatobia last night. And uh, almost, to a, almost to a man or, or woman uh, leaving the event last night, every one of them came up and said, this makes so much sense, we've got to do it. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The Grammy Museum Mississippi is thrilled to screen the new documentary, Meet Carl Jackson, one of Mississippi's most talented and accomplished musicians and songwriters. After the screening, Bill Ellison will moderate the conversation with the legend himself, Carl Jackson. The event date is October 17th at 2.30 p.m. Tickets are $20. 
To purchase tickets or to learn more about upcoming events and the Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Middays with Gerard on Super Talk Mississippi. We are coming at you live from Providence Hill Farms for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs clay shoot. And I can hear the guns in the background, a bunch of them out there on the course shooting up the clays, but they're doing it for a good cause, and that is to raise funds for the Mississippi veterans. And so we appreciate everyone coming out and participating, and we are proud and honored to be a part of this event. Just had uh, Stacy Pickering, the director of Mississippi Veterans Affairs, on, and probably be on later on in the program we've got jack winstead the ceo of mid-south rehab services they do a lot of work with the veterans jack will be joining us after the uh, break at the top of the hour and then secretary of state michael watson as well and a host of others so on the ceasefire text line this morning what if this is shack bully and biloxi what if it's just the tip of the iceberg with respect to gruden maybe he's just not a very good person well, certainly that is uh, possible, but I don't I, think I, anybody ever assumed John Gruden was a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the question is define good person. I mean, has he done anything specific that is against the law? Has he harmed anybody? Has he taken anybody's stuff? Has he been abusive or hostile, or is he just, I don't know, kind of putting out locker room talk, so to speak? And I, I think everybody, this is one of the problems I, that I've talked about here on the program, which is there's no consensus of what is good, bad, what is fail or succeed, what is right, wrong, what is past fail. And we just don't, we don't have any consensus. Oh, my gosh, like I've said, we can't agree on how many biological genders there are. So we, we've certainly seemed to have, have lost the, uh, the more traditional concept of good, bad, which is, you know, if you hurt somebody and if you, if you take their stuff, well, that's bad. In my view, if you steal, if you harm others... And even if you harm aspects of nature, that's all part of God's creation. If you're 
hostile and abusive towards pets, for example. I would consider that to be bad. But, I don't know, if you just air out your kind of locker room talk with words, I guess you could say that's bad, but I don't know that that would necessarily define you as a bad person. It's just inappropriate. It's ill-advised. I don't think I'd have fired the guy, and I don't think I would have accepted his resignation. Rather, I think I'd have had a heart-to-heart with him. You know, you just can't do that. You shouldn't do that sort of stuff. If you're going to do it, do it in privacy. Don't write it down. Don't email it. Don't tweet it and all that uh, uh, kind of uh, activity that exposes it and, again, creates this indelible digital footprint. That's kind of what I would do. And, And see if you couldn't. I don't know, maybe get the guy to change somewhat and be be a little bit more accommodating. But this whole idea that we get all wrapped up and all bent out of shape just because we offended somebody, I'm going to say it again, you don't have the right not to be offended. You have the right, however, to offend. It's a beautiful thing. All this safe space stuff and bias response teams that because somebody said something they didn't like or didn't agree with oh my gosh we just that's thought police city right there you know it's just dismiss those people i look at john gruden say well you're you're crazy to say stuff like that i don't agree with you just move on what's wrong with that Terry on the ceasefire text line says, California doesn't have enough electricity now. What is going to happen when everyone plugs in their their cars, their mowers, their leaf blowers, talking about the law that uh, Governor Newsom signed yesterday that would essentially ban the sale of any new electric leaf blowers and lawnmowers and outdoor equipment in 2024? That ain't very far off. So... Uh, and a lot of the rest of the country does follow California. We'll see. Speaking of rest of the country, what about Governor Abbott? Uh, yesterday in Texas, he, uh, I think he issued an order, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not exactly sure what the, the legal mechanism he used was. I need to look at that. But nonetheless, it bans companies from imposing vaccine mandates as a condition of employment. So essentially, he is defying President Biden's executive order that would require all companies with more than 100 employees to vaccinate their employees in in order to be uh, in uh, adhere to federal law. I totally disagree with the federal government mandating that of a private company. Uh, that that they require their employees to be vaccinated, but not sure I'm on board with Governor Abbott telling a private company that they can't do that. I think the market sorts that out, and I think that's just as overarching from a government intrusion on the private sector as is a law requiring them to do so. So I don't think that's the way to address that problem. It does seem to be causing problems across the country. This whole deal with Southwest uh, can't seem to get to the bottom of that, where Southwest canceled 1,800 flights over the weekend, I think another 400 or so yesterday. And, of course, the rumors are swirling. That's because the, the unvaccinated pilots who object to 
the Southwest mandate that every employee be vaccinated, uh, which is coming up, I think, in November. Uh, they they called in sick and so forth. But then you got the pilots' union spokesperson says, no, that's not what happened. They, it's just mismanagement on the part of, of uh, Southwest executives that uh, run the place. I, I can tell you this from experience. Southwest is incredibly far behind in information system technology, way behind the other airlines. I don't know why. They just... Uh, they, they they just uh, decided uh, not to invest, and their systems are not modernized relative to the other airlines. And I do think that's causing a lot of problems for them. Uh, I think uh, whenever you have these sort of exceptional situations where you need agile, functional systems uh, that that can manage and accommodate exception processing, exception environment, they don't have it, and they're and they're. Uh, I think, lagging in that respect. Uh, Thomas and Greenwood said something earlier. That's why it's climate change and no longer global warming. I hear you, Thomas, but and I did say that, but, but it, this is the deal. All, all we've heard, if you think about it with respect to hurricanes and wildfires and, and uh, other uh, climate events, is, is uh, the warming of the earth is causing all this stuff. Floods, rains, torrential rains, etc. Uh, and, and so that's why I thought this new information that shows that Antarctica uh, is cooler than it uh, was expected to be. And uh, the coolest in years, I, I thought that was a, a notable story that, that does conflict said the last six months, actually, coldest on record. That's the official data. I do think that conflicts with this idea that, well, no, it's the warming of the planet that's causing fires and floods and hurricanes. That, that's the reason. So I agree that they did morph it from global warming to climate change. I think it's just whatever kind of fits. Uh, I think the truth is they just don't know. So the government subsidizes phones and Internet for low income. Therefore, we have to have mandatory vaccines if we are to receive those government funds for low-income people. So it's really a choice of the business when you stand to lose all that money but not mandatory vaccination. That's from Thompson. I'm not really following that. Robin Hasberg says, what about an electric generator? Yeah, I, I mean, this. these are technical problems that can be worked out. I do think we're going to see this rapid transition to electric power over traditional uh, combustible um, engines um, that use fossil fuels. I do think we're headed in that direction. I, I just, as I've said before, I just don't think we can just immediately jump off the cliff onto that unless we got stuff that is as functional and, and doesn't um, change and uh, reduce the quality of life and, and uh, doesn't uh, leave any voids with respect to the tools and the the, the um, machines that we had before. That's all. It's 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 burning the house down before you got the new and built sort of deal. This house is no longer functional. Doesn't work. It's bad. We got to get rid of it. Let's burn it down. Oh, I don't have a place to live now. <laughs> the other one's not built. That's kind of the analogy I like to uh, use to compare that that line of thinking. But uh, these are technical problems. I think we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, but it's just got to be done in time. So 
We'll take, we'll take a break right here on middays. We'll come back with more talk. And then after the break, Jack Winstead the, the, uh, from Mid-South Rehab Services, I should say, will join us. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Thursday, beautiful day on tap, partly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day, and for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta, we're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange December cotton was down 62 to 109.17. March cotton was down 75 to 106.49. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were down 13 and a quarter to 12.15 per bushel. January soybeans were down 13 cents to 12.26 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was down seven and a half to five twenty-five and a half per bushel. March corn was down seven and a quarter to five thirty-five per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down seventy-two to one twenty-nine forty-five. February live cattle was down fifty to one thirty-four thirty-seven. November feeders down thirty to one sixty-one forty-two. January feeders down seven cents to one sixty-two oh two. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down fifteen points, thirty-four thousand four eighty-one. I'm Dixon Williams, and it's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships, and when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at b3xf.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. Late season weather is no match for preparation and planning. 
Grow with pride all season long with Delta Pine brand cotton. Featuring varieties bred to tolerate high winds and freezing temperatures. Open bowls and pick easily with Harvest Aid products. And defoliate for an earlier harvest with high yield potential. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lone Street, that heartbreak hotel. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from Providence Hill Farms for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Clay Shoot. Good day out here. Beautiful venue as the sun peeks through the clouds. If you can get to some video, watch us on video. Uh, the backdrop with the lake is absolutely gorgeous. Really a Beautiful setting out here for a great event, great day. Dusty on the ceasefire text line says, I wonder what Gruden thinks about vagina people. you got to get it right, Dusty. It's people with vaginas. <laughs> it's so crazy. And It is kind of rich watching ESPN discuss what Gruden said while he was employed at ESPN. Which was what? I didn't know about that. Well, the, all those emails were sent when he was an employee of ESPN. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. It is kind of crazy. Uh, look, he's he's just kind of a, a, a gruff, no-holes-barred, not a very measured person in terms of what he says, and I think that uh, that is, is his coaching style. I think to a great extent it was, it was his style as a broadcaster, and Obviously, it's his style in his private life as well, if you could call it private life, because any emails you send to your uh, on using your work email are not private. They are the property of the employer. And so it just was dumb on his part, in my view, uh, to do that. And, and speaking of all this stuff, this woke stuff, what about the Federal Reserve? You heard about this one? The Philly Fed website actually links provides links to pro critical race theory materials and it is pushing a video that argues race neutral policies uphold racism so if you're neutral if again you you follow the tenets of Dr. Martin Luther King and judging people in accordance with the character of their content as opposed to the color of their skin, that now is considered racist. So can we now define Martin Luther King as a racist? The greatest civil rights leader of our time? That's just how nutty this stuff's gone. This is crazy. So it, uh, it advises do the materials on the Philly Fed's website to avoid terms like founding fathers and blacklist because they are, quote, biased terms. And they're also pushing this 
Reinventing Our Communities Cohort Program, which is designed, they say at least, allegedly, to assist small businesses explore structural racism impacting small businesses owned by people of color in the community and plan for a more equitable recovery. Jeez, whatever happened to just the market? I think it's it's fair to say that consumers just don't give a rip about all that. They're looking for the products and services that they need in their life or want. Some things you need, some things you want in their life. And they're looking for the best value. I just don't think most consumers really consider, well, what is the race of the owner of the person that is selling this to me or the company that's selling this to me? Does anybody care? Does anybody really go to that length? Because if that's not the case, then you can't essentially rationalize that any inequity as far as these businesses are concerned in the overall business community is a direct result of their, as they would say, marginalization because of their race. I, I, I just think that that's just not the way most consumers behave. On the C Spire text line from the 662 region, this person says, well, black people do. I, okay. I'm, I'm not aware of that. Um, and I assume what you're saying is that maybe the, the black consumers tend to gravitate towards black-owned businesses to trade with. And that's fine. They're perfectly uh, able to do that. And, and that's uh, within their rights and legal. I, you know, I, would, I guess would be tough for me to believe that they would not do business with uh, certain people because of their race, say, a, a, a white-owned business? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe so. But I, I think the point is I think that's another situation where it's grossly overblown and, an, and another one where it's a solution looking for a problem. But now we got the Fed. And the Fed's job is real simple. Their job is to, is to optimize the money supply so as to achieve the, uh, the, the, the most efficient level of employment and also to hold back on inflation. That's their job. That's it. It's not all this woke stuff. It just doesn't make any sense. When do they ever think about doing things like that? We'll step aside here for a break. We're at the end of the first hour here on the Middays. When we come back, We've got Jack Winstead from Mid-South Rehab Services. Secretary of State Michael Watson also joins us. Stay with us. We'll return. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Lillian Wu. We could learn shortly how Gabby Petito was killed with the Wyoming coroner in a few hours, set to announce autopsy results. Gabby Petito's remains were found near the Grand Teton National Park on September 19th in Jackson, Wyoming. On the 21st, the FBI released a statement on Twitter saying the Teton County coroner, Dr. Brent Blue's initial determination for the manner of death is homicide. In addition to cause of death, we should hear information like the toxicology reports, if there was evidence of a struggle. Five 
Fox's Laura Engel. And the couple accused of selling nuclear secrets could face life in prison. Jonathan Tebby was a nuclear engineer at Naval Reactors here in Arlington, Virginia, not far from the Pentagon. Officials say his wife Diana, a teacher at a private school in Annapolis, helped plot the transfers of top-secret information and served as a lookout for what spies call dead drops. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson, America's listening to Fox News. When you're part of the Ag Up family, you get extra warranty, quality service, and options when it comes to purchasing parts. Look no further than your local Ag Up location in Arkansas and Mississippi, and we'll keep you rolling all year with your needs from parts to service to equipment. Visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com to order parts, schedule service, view equipment specials, and for more information on what Ag Up Country is all about. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one and two bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601-856-6131. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A bill that would prohibit any federal agency from requiring financial institutions to report on the transactions of their customers is being co-sponsored by Congressman Michael Guest. Guest calls the White House plan to allow the IRS to collect data on transactions over $600 an invasion of privacy and says there's nothing that justifies it. Opponents are concerned about security breaches as the IRS is a primary target of cyber attacks. Others question the right of the government to collect such data regardless of its use or security. There's a way to offer health care to the working poor without expanding Medicaid. Dr. Daniel Edney says we could take the billion dollars available to Mississippi and use it to buy insurance for residents that are falling through the cracks. It saves money, stabilizes the market, improves access. We truly believe, based on the Arkansas model, the same thing will happen in Mississippi. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. I'm Mike McCormick, president of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our Business Relations Specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a Business Relations Specialist near you. Senator Bryce Wiggins is touting the success of the state's early learning collaboratives. He said prior to 2013, Mississippi was the only southern state that didn't provide state funding for pre-K. And having been in the DA's office, what was really weighing on me was literally the children that were being sent to prison. A lot of times they dropped out of school, they had not 
done the things that needed to be done that got them there. And the education was always a factor. Mississippi is now in the top five in the country in early education. Ralph Martin from The Kill won the Make-A-Wish raffle at Cruising the Coast. He drove off in a 57 Chevy Bel Air convertible. Director Woody Bailey told us ticket sales were tremendous. They were able to give the foundation two checks totaling $40,000. This is our 25th anniversary. We gave them a bonus check of $5,000. We did so well with the ticket sales on that car. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions what's my core value equity compassion Compassion. determination at americorps my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start my compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need my determination protects parks in my community every day americorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger what's at your core Learn more Tune in at to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard is coming at you live. We're at Providence Hill Farms for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs clay shoot, raising money for our great uh, veterans. Joining us now, Mr. Jack Winstead with Mid-South Rehab Services. Mr. Winstead, it's quite the event we got going on out here today. It is, really. I'm with the Friends of Mississippi Veterans. That's right. We work very close with Mid-South Rehab on raising these funds, but I'm president of an organization known as Friends of Mississippi Veterans. That's right. I'm sorry about that's that. Fine. Stacey told me about that and uh, just was reading from the sheet. My apologies sure. there. That's so, fine. But, uh, so you guys work with both organizations in serving uh, the veterans and Stacy just told us, but we have a lot of veterans right here in the state of Mississippi. Yes. <clears throat> Basically, we got somewhere in the neighborhood of 200,000 veterans, and if you, I'll give you just a little bit of background of the Friends of Mississippi Veterans. Uh, about 12 years ago, I was a, uh, we found out that there were federal funds available to construct a veterans cemetery in Mississippi. Yeah. And, uh, but the catch to was somebody had to provide 75 acres of land. We could not use the money to purchase the land. Gotcha. So, uh, they came to me because of my involvement with land agriculture all over the state. And uh, we found some land over at Newton, Mississippi, that belonged to Mississippi State University. It was an agriculture research. And uh, it was land that they agreed to let us have. And we went to the legislature and got them to transfer 75 acres. Actually, it turned out to be 86 in the long run to the Mississippi Veterans Affairs okay. Board. And we 
thought, well, we've done our job. Well, soon after that, they asked us to help them on some fundraisers. And at that cemetery, our first fundraiser, we raised approximately $250,000 for the Carillon Tower and the computer systems and all that they couldn't buy with state or federal funds. Wow, that that is awesome. And, and so uh, how long has that cemetery been? Oh, uh, it's been open about nine years. And after that, we really had two projects. We agreed as an we're a nonprofit organization, have a nine-member board from throughout the state of Mississippi, and we took on two projects. One, the Wreaths Across America project, which is in mid-December of each year, and we agreed to purchase and sponsor that annually. And uh, at this point. We've had about over 800 barrels at the cemetery in Newton, and then we opened, helped get land for a new one up at Kilmichael, Mississippi. Yeah. And uh, so that was our number one project, was purchasing the wreaths and working with the families and getting those in the Veterans Affairs Board and getting those wreaths on the ground. And then also we found out at the four nursing homes, we had about 600 veterans, and so we came up with the idea of, in November, during Veterans Week, we would go to there and present a gift to each one of those veterans and thank them for their service. Wow. And this took about a dollars $30,000 budget to do that. We could go out to the public and raise that pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, three years ago, we were approached by the Veterans Affairs Board of some equipment that they needed in the VA homes that they couldn't buy with state and federal funds. And they wanted us to help them raise these dollars. And... That's when we sat down with Mid-South Rehab and said, if we're going to do this, we've got to do more. We can't just go out and keep begging people for money. Yeah. So we set up and we had our first skeet shoot out here two years ago and had an income of approximately $67,000. Now, that's not all profit. Yeah. But then last year, we moved up to 130000 This year, we, uh, we set a goal. We could probably go beyond that, and so we added a golf tournament, which we held yesterday. Right. And I think we're going to reach the 200000 mark this year, and the funds from this will go to build pavilions at the VA nursing homes. The VA nursing homes are wonderful facilities, but they're not set up for visiting, especially with the uh, virus we've had and yeah. quarantines. So now uh, we, have, we just paid for the one at Oxford. And they already have one at Collins, and we are hoping to build the one at Kosciuszko and Jackson. I think after this week, we'll be able to tell them we have enough money to go on and construct both of those. And that's strictly paid for by the Friends of Mississippi Veterans as a result of this event right here. That is awesome. And so uh, I believe there are almost 600 men and women that, that uh, live in the, the veterans' homes. That's right. right? The, yeah. the residents of those nursing homes. And, you know, some of those... Uh, really don't have any family. We, I visited a gentleman a few years ago that transferred down here from New York 40-plus years ago, just he and his wife. His wife passed away. He's in the nursing home, and he, he seldom ever has a visitor. So yeah. we try to go out there. We actually give them a gift and shake their hands and thank them for their service in the, during the week of Veterans Week in November each year. 
Yeah, I've got a good friend, uh, Walter Herbison, that uh, makes his way around. He's with Joy Outreach Ministries, and he he, uh, visits a lot of the homes and just provides entertainment and so forth, and he shared some of the stories uh, about so many of them that have no family, and we've just kind of forgotten about That's exactly right. Yeah. I was visiting out there a few years ago, and the nurse told me, said, "Uh, see the gentleman sitting over there? I said, yes, this is his birthday. So he's 100 years old. And I went over and shook his hand, and he was still of sound mind, and he was so appreciative, and he talked to me a little bit about his services, and his, then he later farmed in Mississippi, but he's yeah. there. He just really appreciates the fact that somebody showed some interest in him. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Mississippians, uh, don't you find, Jack, are generally uh, patriotic and appreciative of veterans and, and are more than willing to ex- extend a hand and or uh, maybe dig into their pocket and help yeah. out. I don't think I've ever seen the people more patriotic than they are today. Even though we have a lot of problems, we have many concerns, the business people are saying, we will sponsor a team. We, we, was, we, had a, we reached our limit of teams at the golf tournament yeah. yesterday and two ski shoots today. Awesome. But it's because people like to shoot, but they have to be sponsors. And we have businessmen and People all over the state that said we'll sponsor a team. And yeah, and that's what Stacy was was sharing with us. It got so big, had to come up with the other event, which that's is right. good. That yeah. just means more people want want to help out. Yeah. So, uh, how does your organization uh, collaborate uh, with Veterans Affairs? What what in what areas there? Well, Stacy is on advisor uh, advisor member of our board. So yeah. whenever I have a board meeting of my nine people, Stacy is always in by, invited, sure. and we listen to Stacy. We appreciate his input, and uh, then the Steve Cole, who is the CEO of Mid South Rehab, he's a veteran himself, and he does a lot of rehab work in veterans nursing home. He sees the needs there probably quicker than anyone else because yeah. his staff they're out there helping those people, and they say, hey. We need some special equipment for this, and uh, sometimes we can shortcut it and help buy some special equipment that you couldn't go through the normal federal or state process. I see. I see. So is there uh, anything coming down from a a legislative perspective, either at the federal or state level, that you're keeping an eye on, anything in particular that would be either good or bad for the veterans? We we stay in touch with our elected officials, our state and our federals, to just, if we hear of something, to let them know, look at this, and you'll have the support of the Friends of Mississippi Veterans. Okay. And although we're a nine-member board, from the Gulf Coast to the Tennessee line, we can rally support fairly yeah. quick because just like when they hear what we've accomplished here this year and building those pavilions, I had people yesterday after the golf tournament say, I didn't know y'all did all this. That's we awesome. want to hit more next year. That's awesome. So we'll be looking with Stacy and Steve and my board to see what's the next big thing we need to do for our veterans and we won't just go out and spend the money it'll be we'll start next few weeks planning and we'll be able to tell the people next year when we get ready to promote the next one what that money's going for and our uh our jack are you funded totally through private donations yes it's totally private donation our board members have don't we don't get any pay for our service for our meetings uh they're totally dedicated there patriotic individuals throughout the state and of the nine of us that started on this board 12 years ago four are still there we've had a couple pass away and then we've had one or two other reasons but we always have good people 
willing to step in, understanding it's at their own expense, time, and effort. Yeah. But uh, we, we've, we've had a wonderful boat work. Wow, that, that, that is so awesome, and especially knowing that uh, it all comes from uh, private uh, citizens who and, and companies who just care about yeah. our veterans. They That's reach right. to their pocket. And, and we get invites. So I, I welcome the opportunity to speak to a civic club or small yeah. group. Just let people know because so many of your so-called non nonprofit, the money never really gets to yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah, hundred percent of our money. Once we pay the expense of this operation here, hundred percent of the money's left will go to benefit the veterans of Mississippi. Well, that is awesome. Well, uh, Jack, it's been a pleasure having you on, and and thank you, sir, for all that your organization does, and uh, the great cause. And let's have a good day today and raise some money. Thank you so much for giving us your attention. You thank got you. it. Jack Winstead uh, from the Friends of Mississippi Veterans has been our guest. We'll come right back. we got Secretary of State Michael Watson going to join us here at Providence Hill Farm. Stay with us. She's going to go out and live for real. She's a mean man. She's a real heartbreaker, don't you know? She's a real heartbreaker. Mean man hater. She's a real heartbreaker, don't you know? Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. In Mississippi, hunting isn't a sport, it's a religion. All my buddies grew up hunting, and I don't miss a season today. Being a straight shooter, being safe, honest, and accurate in the field is the most important thing of all. It's exactly the same way when it comes to diamonds. You want a hunting buddy who can teach you all the secrets of the diamond business. So you really know diamond grading, the four C's, and how you get the most diamond for your hard-earned money. That's exactly what you get when you shop for your diamond at Jenniker Jewelry Company. As Mississippi's direct diamond importers, we're a target-rich environment with 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. And diamond for diamond, the guaranteed best price in the state. And that's shooting you straight. Nine out of 10, Mississippi women agree. The more a man hunts, the more he needs Junikers. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. 
The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies, and we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Now that the smoke's gone. We are back with Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. We're coming at you live from Providence Hill Farms for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Clay Shoot. Having a good day out here, beautiful setting. Welcome uh, now to the program, the Secretary of State of the great state of Mississippi, Michael Watson. Mr. Secretary, how are you today, sir? I'm well. I've been shooting out there today, and shoulders a little bit sore already, but uh, it's been a fun time. Governor Bryant and I are on a team together, and so we've been making fun of him, and I know he's coming up here next. But <laughs> we've had a fun morning together. Uh, this is a great event for a great cause, and we, I think, go about our daily lives and often forget about those veterans. Uh, first, just how special, important, and really critical uh, they are and have been to our way of life and and this is a way in which we can show some appreciation businesses individuals dig into their pockets come participate in these events all the political leaders such as yourself it's just a good deal for for them to see our support is critical uh you know and uh, not to to brag on my family but when we walk through airports my daughters have seen me enough now when we see folks in uniform they do it themselves you go over there you look them square in the eye and you tell them, thank you for your service. Absolutely. And, you know, we would not be the country you are without them. And so coming out here to support them is just a, uh, it's a small token, but it's also one that says thank you for what you're doing. Uh, and, and again, as you mentioned, the bedrock of everything that we do is based on our military, their success, uh, dealing with elections in the Secretary of State's office. We wouldn't have free and fair elections without our military yeah. defending our country and giving us that right. So uh, very important to get out here and support them. And I don't want to uh, to dig too deep into this, but I, I'll have to say that uh, I've been known here on the program to uh, let it be known that our military needs to focus on being the military and their core function and, and charge and uh, be a little less political. I think we could agree we'd like to see. You know, quite interesting. You should bring that up. <laughs> I was just out there talking to some of them, and, and one of the guys said, I asked him, what's your long-range plan? What, what, is your, what does your career look like? He said, well, got 15 years in, and uh, hopefully I can get a few more. And goal is kind of 20, but now that this thing has kind of turned into a political petri dish, a lot of us are starting to say, wait a minute, we don't want to be a part of that. Mm. And that just breaks my heart that, you know, he said, that's one of the reasons I got into this. Yeah. Because it's not political. Right. It's, it's supposed to be we're here to defend our country, and that's what we're doing. And it breaks my heart to hear it, but um, unfortunately, 
DC's taking the wrong track, yeah. and, and it's it's trickling down, and, and folks are mad. Well, we gotta we gotta uh, continue to expose it and uh, fight against it. I think the good news there is, uh, best I can tell, our representation in Washington is aware of it and is outspoken against it, and we certainly are here on the program, but that's that's not in our best interest. You want to hear people that say, you know, I like this for this reason. I'm insulated from all that conflict and nonsense. That's what uh, civilians do. We don't do that here in the military, and Agreed. I think the rank and file will tell you that, that they don't uh, buy into all that stuff. Uh, speaking of uh, fair elections, uh, it's hard to believe, but we're a year and less than a month away <laughs> from the midterms and that's uh, of course where remember the house of representatives of the united states is up for re-election or uh, just for election a candidate for office and then we've got uh, not mississippi but uh, across the country senate races I, I get this feeling that no matter what happens the other side the losing side is going to claim clamor that the other side cheated in some way, shape, or form. If we are we looking at just kind of a long-term situation? It feels like that um, our, our there's no trust, shall we say, in that, the elections process. That's right. That seed has been planted, unfortunately. And I think one of the things that we've tried to do is listen. Let's get out and educate Mississippians on the entire process. Yeah. What does this thing look like from the time that your elections commissioners are working on the voter rolls to the time that you walk into that poll to cast your vote? So that you can understand the process, uh, have some faith in the process, and understand people want you to have free, fair, and secure elections. And in your Mississippi, that's what you're going to have. Yeah. So again, I think it's educating the populace, understanding the whole entire process, uh, why, why it is that you should trust that the vote that you cast is going to be the vote that is counted. And again, that goes out to uh, getting into our communities, getting to our schools, uh, promote the vote, the, the program that we have in our schools, making sure that people understand the entire process, this is how it works, and you know, you've got my word. We're going to stand firm on it. Yeah. I mean, Mississippi was not one of those states that was uh, hotly contested, certainly from a presidential perspective. Uh, the delta there w was significant. And, and, you know, as well as I do, anytime it's close, that's when everybody pounces. That's right. And start, even when it was totally manual. It, did, it didn't just start when we started uh, uh, using machines to vote. That's not anything new. Yeah, and you mentioned machines there. One of the things that we get asked quite often is, are we going back to paper-based ballots? And we are. Uh, I think about 60, a little north of 60% now of our electorate will, will cast their votes on paper ballots that are then fed into a scanning machine. So if there are questions, you can go back and say, you know what? I want to see that paper ballot. Yeah. I want to make sure that we got the right count here. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, some of our, our poorer counties are going to have to have some help financially. So we'll be talking to the legislature this year and, and seeing if we can somehow come up with a plan to, to give them the, the boost that they need to, to afford those new machines. But uh, we'll get there eventually. But again, there's so many things that we're working on just to, to return that, that, that trust in the process. I think I told you last, uh, last time we talked about municipal elections, we had over uh, 60 cities where we had people from our office in, uh, in different precincts, going in and saying, hey, look, we want to watch the process, make sure that you're doing this thing correctly. And when people see us on the ground in those precincts, I think that does help to return that trust in the process. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and I, I know that if you look at the states that were so close, certainly in the presidential election, Arizona, Pennsylvania, a couple of others, Wisconsin, etc. Uh, it just seems like there continues to be 
news about what's going on there. Maricopa County, right, had a total re- right. recount in Arizona and Maricopa County. I hadn't looked specifically, but that's got to be nearly half the population in Arizona is Mar- Maricopa County. Huge number. Um, and, and that came back, and the results were actually an improvement for the numbers for Biden is what the, I guess, official results of the investigation were. Uh, again, this isn't going away. I, I mean, you got to think in 2024, no matter what happens, that's what that's what we're going to hear because the the Democrats, the left, are saying, "Hey, unless we get the For the People Act through, we can't have fair elections." Right? What a train wreck! <laughs> no, <laughs> what an absolute train wreck! And, and back to America, and you mentioned the 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 gap had had widened for President yeah. Biden. Yeah. But one of the things they also came out and said, and this just goes to show, neither. Either side can come out with an argument. The other side will tell you, well, yeah, but they also questioned the signature verification yeah. piece, and so there yeah. was more ballots that were in question now. So that's the part of the the, um, the misinformation, the distrust, the uh, seeds that have been sown. That, you know, this is not a fair election. That's the part that's going to be really, really hard to overcome. And again, I think it goes back to that education component, making sure people understand how this is supposed to work. It's encouraging people to be poll workers, yeah. to be poll watchers. Yeah. Get involved in the election so you can see it for yourself. Good I think, point. I think that's an important piece. So, so much that we're working on to get done. Uh, going back to paper ballots, um, you know, talking about what we've talked about before, cleaning up our voter rolls, uh, making sure that only United States citizens are voting in our elections, post-election audits. We've not even talked about that yet, but we've got some legislation that we're working on. A lot of folks have come in and said, well, why aren't you doing an audit? Well, remember, in Arizona, the legislature did it. Yeah. Secretary of State didn't have that authority. Right. Same thing in Mississippi. I do not have that authority. Now, we may work on some post-election audit legislation coming forward, and you'll see that out of our office. But I think I mentioned to you, we're going to have a package this year. It's an election integrity package. And they're going to have four or five components in it. We'll, we'll dig through that when we have time one day. But, again, it, it's, it's encouraging folks, get engaged, get involved. Go work the polls. You know, uh, run for uh, election commissioner. Uh, you know, talk sure. to your circuit clerk. Just sure. be engaged. That's an important piece. So, just to clarify, if you, if your office were to receive a number of reports suggesting some sort of irregularities in a district, in precincts, area, county, whatever, you can't unilaterally just order a, a thorough audit. Is that is that right? I mean, you can't like mobilize and deploy resources and assets to go sort of rehash the the counts. Right. And specific and a specific example, you may remember this in 2018, uh, Secretary Husband actually did an audit of the congressional race there. Yeah. The counties had to volunteer to participate. Ah, uh, okay. Did not have the authority to force okay. them. I so got we, you. we don't have it in statute, and there's no constitutional provision. So no, we do not have authority. Now, if people are seeing things in the election, that's when they can bring a challenge. Uh, okay. and, and that's when you can deploy, not our office, but the locals can deploy, and then we the will help them through the process. Can. But the Secretary of State's office. We don't have that authority. You don't have that authority. And, and remember, Mississippi's a bottom-up state. Yeah. So our elections yeah. are handled at the local level, and people need to, they always think, well, you know, Secretary of State, well, the way this thing works, yeah. our circuit clerks and our commissioners are really the ones that do the hard yeah, work. That, that makes sense. Uh, so is this something as part of your request, your ask of the legislature? we got a break coming up. Can you hang around? I can. Talk about that? I can. Uh, because I, I want to find out uh, a little bit more about what your legislative priorities are along those lines. As well. We've got Secretary of State Michael Watson as our guest here. We're at the uh, Mississippi Veterans Affairs Clay Shoot at Providence Hill Farms. Middays will be right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Thursday, beautiful day on tap, partly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. The Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire Capital City metro area. But if you sell your home, the demand is red hot. For the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast and many times over list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel. She listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team, and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put his superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home in Brandon sold for 21000 over the previous agent's list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, EXP Realty at 601-983-1130, or go to LeeWillBuyIt.com and start packing. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A bill that would prohibit any federal agency from requiring financial institutions to report on the transactions of their customers is being co-sponsored by Congressman Michael Guest. Guest calls the White House plan to allow the IRS to collect data on transactions over $600 an invasion of privacy and says there's nothing that justifies it. Opponents are concerned about security breaches as the IRS is a primary target of cyber attacks. Others question the right of the government to collect such data regardless of its use or security. There's a way to offer health care to the working poor without expanding Medicaid. Dr. Daniel Edney says we could take the billion dollars available to Mississippi and use it to buy insurance for residents that are falling through the cracks. It saves money, stabilizes the market, improves access. We truly believe, based on the Arkansas model, the same thing will happen in Mississippi. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. The Grammy Museum Mississippi is thrilled to screen the new documentary, Meet Carl Jackson, one of Mississippi's most talented and accomplished musicians and songwriters. After the screening, Bill Ellison will moderate the conversation with the legend himself, Carl Jackson. The event date is October 17th at 2.30 p.m. Tickets are $20. To purchase tickets or to learn more about upcoming events and the Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from Providence Hill Farms. We're at the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Clay Shoot, raising money for our veterans. And we've got Secretary of State Michael Watson joining us. So, Mr. Secretary, one very important question for you, maybe the most important I'll ask you all day. What is the role of your office in the medical marijuana program? <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I know you hate that. <laughs> you caught me off guard over here. I was watching a video of shooting skeet out there. Uh, old old friend of mine used to beat me up when I was little. I don't want to admit that to many people, but uh, Sarah Bailey Thomas now oh, yeah. uh, was here this morning. Yeah. And not only can she referee, yeah. but the very first shot that she took blew it Nailed to smithereens. It. Yeah. <laughs> Next one we won't talk about, but yeah. she was out here and appreciate her support of our veterans and she's been a yeah. great friend for a long time, so it's good to see her this morning. For sure. She is making Mississippi proud, no, no doubt. doubt. Yeah. All right, so so uh, you don't have uh, much to do or anything to do, right? With <laughs> <laughs> well, the businesses have to register, right? They will. Uh, they'll register their businesses, but, you know, it's something we do all the time, so yeah. it's not specific to medical marijuana, but just businesses in general. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I know that there's often an outcry from uh, Mississippians who are generally conservative in nature, and and uh, they, they, they tend to uh, uh, kind of gray out the area between those that lean further to the left and, and are more... Um, I guess adaptive and interested in advancing uh, a leftist ideology where government is is more overreaching uh, than and they and they criticize Mississippi a lot of times for for being too much in that regard. 
But I just got to share this this personal example of dealing with the state of New Jersey. I have some business interests. I shared this with you at Cruise on the Coast last week. State of New Jersey. And the difference in registering a business and getting a business cranked up in New Jersey versus Mississippi is absolutely night and day. It's like the, I even asked them, are you guys doing everything possible to keep me from setting up shop in Mississippi? I'm, excuse me, New Jersey, because that's what I feel like is going on. It's, it's like you don't want me to hire people and pay people and generate wealth and, and help customers. I don't get it. Well, these are just the rules. And it's just this mound of paperwork. It's pretty easy here in Mississippi. Quite the opposite. And, and you and I have talked about this many times, the Tackle the Tape Initiative. We had just another one last week, uh, maybe two weeks ago. It was a barber. And he was trying to buy a business and uh, shift his license and, and start this new you know, business down there and was confused between the Board of Cosmetology and the Board of Barbers. And you know, so anyway, long story short, we were able to get him connected to the right folks and yeah. had him in and out the door uh, in a couple of days. So it's little things like that. And people say, well, it's just a barber. Well, that's a business, yeah. and that's a family that's going to be impacted, a, a community that's going to be impacted, and customers are going to be impacted. And so that simple call, that simple interaction of just helping people, being an advocate for Mississippians who want to start their businesses, yeah. means so much to them. No question. And, and I'm so excited about that, and that's one of the, my favorite parts of the job is really getting to help folks uh, start their businesses. Well, starting, operating, succeeding a business, dang, it's hard enough. Uh, it, what you don't need is more government overreach and government burden, and that's what you've done in the tackle the tape. But I just want to share that to our audience. And I've done business in Mississippi. I've done business in New Jersey and about 17 other states where my company was registered. <laughs> we do it better here. I can just tell you from personal experience, I believe we do it better here than, than any other state. And I just want to pass it on. Does that mean we don't have some warts we still need to iron out? That's what your offices do. That's exactly right. But on a comparative basis... It is way better. I'm serious. I asked the uh, the Department of Treasury, who runs all that in the state of New Jersey, are you guys just trying to make it impossible to set up shop and do business here in New Jersey? Because that's what I felt like. And they're, like, oblivious to that question. Of course they are. Um, so uh, nothing online. Had to FedEx everything. And if you want the documents back in any uh, reasonable period of time, you got to send them a return FedEx. So I had to spend $90, and you have to hire a registration agent. Yep. That's another 125 I mean, it's just a nightmare to do that. And it, it shouldn't be that way. So I, I just wanted to point that out. You shared with us last week that you're impressed and excited about our numbers in terms of new business registrations uh, ahead of last year, right? It's incredible. Well. We've got more businesses that have opened up this year in Mississippi at this point in time than we had all of last year. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So it's fun to watch that. And, again, I think it's coupled with a few things. It's it's our, our Tackle the Tape initiative for businesses are understanding Mississippi's open for business. They want to grow. They want to help us open yeah. our business, uh, contrary to yeah. your experience in New Jersey. Didn't feel that way uh, up there. It's that. It's uh, a lot of folks, again, we talked about COVID and the impact it had on folks losing their jobs. And they may have had this dream forever. And, finally, they didn't have a choice. Yeah. Let's see if this dream can fly, and it's flying. And so, you know, neighbor down the street sees you being successful. Uh, success breeds success, and folks see that it's growing. And let's let's you know let's get after it. And so, I think at the Secretary of State's office, it's it's such a, a fun spot for us to be there to help people imagine uh, even bigger dreams yeah. and get there. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot of fun. And and really, I know you. Your goal is stay out of the way. That's what you want to do. Get the minimum done here, get open up, set up shop. We want to get government the heck out of your way. You know, I think I may have told you this, but our very first senior staff meeting, I said, number one, no is never the first answer. <laughs> never. 
Number two, if it's within the bounds of the law, we're saying yes. Get out of the way. Let businesses do what they know to do best. It's not our job to suppress businesses, to, to you know, force them to jump through hoops. Get out of the way. Yeah. And it's been wildly successful. Uh, what's on tap for you with the 2022 session? What are you, what are you working with the legislature on? We, we got a lot, of, uh, a lot of things going on. We're going to focus, obviously, on election integrity. That's the number one issue I hear when I'm traveling around the state. Uh, I was in the Delta yesterday and had questions about the election. Uh, everywhere we go, there are questions about the election. And, again, we talked about it earlier. It's, it's educating folks, making sure they understand the entire process. Yeah. But part of that is also revamping the process. People say, well, you said we had a great election uh, in 2020. And it was good to hear Mississippi, so what do we need to do? Well, you never stop. Yeah, you always sure. want to refine it and make it better where you see those issues. So sure. we're going to be working on a couple of pieces that we talked about. This will be our election integrity package. And uh, number one, again, the voter rolls. Let's focus on that, making sure we understand what is the process to clean our voter rolls up. Number two, making sure that only United States citizens are voting our elections. And you'll recall, uh, was it a couple months ago now, we're, we're 90 illegal immigrants were dropped off in Natchez, Mississippi. So when people say it's not an issue, it's, it's only on the borders. Ninety in Natchez. Ninety in Natchez. And had someone not caught it, there'd been more. Uh, so you got that. You've got the southern border. You got it's going to mm. be an issue. And we heard last year in the legislature and, and I, I couldn't believe it, but basically was told, No, we don't need that. It's not an issue. Uh, excuse me, yes it is. We did our homework. I knew the numbers from the DPS. It's an issue. So that's gonna be a piece of it. One of the other things we've, we've talked about a whole lot here is uh, social media and how Facebook is deplatforming. And that's, a, that's an interesting piece because, again, we're, we're free market folks here. Yeah. That's a private company. Think what they want. But we want to make sure there's some sunlight in that. Yeah. Let's make sure we understand what they're doing, who they're doing it to, so people can understand. So that's going to be a component of it. Uh, we talked about post-election uh, audits, so that's going to be a piece of it. Uh, we've looked at what other states are doing, what's working good. Uh, so we're putting all that together in one piece, one package. Uh, and we've talked to the, the speaker has expressed interest in sitting down and visiting with us and talked to several senators, and we'll be sitting down, obviously, with the lieutenant governor before session starts. Well, and you know, something else that comes to mind is it, it does leak when a legislature says, we don't have any problems, let's don't address that. That invites those that want to come break the law and cause problems to come in. Well, these guys think they don't have a problem. Yeah. I mean, it's like leaving your doors open. Say, hey, Mr. Robber, this one's unopened, right? So <laughs> Come right through there. <laughs> exactly. It, I mean, again, it's true. It's, a, it's a, uh, a continued process of refining, making sure. And let me talk about this real quick. I am so proud of our office. Uh, on National Voter Registration Day, September 28th, we were around the five colleges in the Jackson area. And we had, like, my, my, my director of, of uh, charities, Tanya Weber, was yeah. at Jackson State. We had people all over the city in these different colleges setting up voter registration tables. Uh, and it was just so fun for me to see our team out there engaging and encouraging oh, young absolutely. minds to register to vote. Uh, so we're doing that all across the state. We did one this Thursday night down in Pearl River uh, County uh, at the community college. My, my daughters were with me, and we flipped the coin down there for the game. Yeah, but we that. also had the voter registration table set up. So to see that interaction, to see a team that cares, that wants to get out there and engage in the community has, has been one of my prouder moments uh, in office. Has that been received well around the college? It, it has. Uh, we've had uh, a big number down in Southwest Community College yeah. a few weeks ago, a big number at Jackson State last week. Uh, we were at uh, Bellhaven. We were Mississippi College. We were at Tougaloo. And I think one other one slipped my mind right now. But we were all over the place. Uh, and, again, engaging, making sure people understand he doesn't just talk about it. He cares. 
And he wants to get out yeah. there and see people and engage and make sure that they understand why it's important for them to go vote. Well, it seems like every day I read reports, Mr. Secretary, of, of colleges that are banning certain speakers and guests from coming onto campus and, and just speaking and, and, you know, sharing their views. Did you run into any of that whatsoever in Mississippi? We haven't yet. You know, there have been some places, and actually more when I was in the legislature, where I was uh, one the most friendly invites. Yep, yep. <laughs> because they knew. Yeah. I'm a conservative. Yeah. I don't hide from it, and I believe what I believe, and I will engage with anybody. I don't. Let's let's have a debate. Let's yeah. have a conversation, respectfully. But uh, again, it's it's sad to see that creeping up. Yeah, it, it, we we need balance desperately. Uh, no doubt. In these uh, laboratories of ideas. Amen. We need multiple ideas. Mr. Secretary, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Great to be in this uh, greatest laboratory of freedom here, in Mississippi. You got it. We'll come right back. We've got Representative uh, Bubba Carpenter joining us next. Stay with us. Middays will return. Christopher Slowinski is an artist and a genius. Christopher invented the incomparable Chris Cut L'Amour Diamond, one of the most beautiful, most awarded diamonds ever created. The distinctively brilliant L'Amour Chris Cut Diamond faces up 50% larger than a traditional oval diamond of the same weight. So you get a much bigger look for your money, and bigger is always better. Come experience for yourself the L'Amour Diamond and our entire collections of Chris Cut L'Amour rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. As the ultimate diamond engagement ring, it's spectacular. Let us help you create a one-of-a-kind L'Amour diamond engagement ring that fits your style and budget. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. The guaranteed best price in the state. And Mississippi's exclusive Christopher Designs store. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day, and for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Famine. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Prices for commodities, natural gas, and fertilizer are all expected to continue to climb, moving into the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. Also, ag businesses are dealing daily with an inability to get necessary supplies for customers and for their own operations. A new report from CoBank entitled Adapting to Persistent Supply Disruptions indicates the U.S. economy is transitioning to a new phase which will affect ag supplies for the rest of the year 
year and into 2022. Supply disruptions along with labor shortages are adding significant costs to businesses, according to CoBank analyst and Vice President Dan Kowalski. He reports the U.S. economy is still in the grips of the pandemic, but that today the influence is more on the supply side than on the demand side. And remember that October is National Pork Month. For more information, go to pork.org forward slash real dash pork to learn more. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Maybe you love the smell of freshly cut grass. Maybe you love the aroma of steaks on the grill. Steel has the outdoor power equipment to get you there. From the dependable performance of our leaf blowers to the legendary power of our chainsaws. Find your perfect backyard with outdoor power tools starting at just $139.99. Real Steel. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers and at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP available participating dealers while supplies last. Whether you look forward to working on your outdoor space or for what comes after, battery power made by steel has the outdoor tools to get you there. From the reliable power of our chainsaws and mowers to the quiet performance of our blowers and trimmers, enjoy more of the sounds of fall with the AK Homeowner Series of Battery Tools starting at $199.99. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP available participating dealers while supplies last. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Middays with Gerard Garrett. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from Providence Hill Farms. We're at the Mississippi Veterans Affairs clay shoot, raising money for our fine veterans. And joining us now on the program, Miss Mississippi, Holly Brand. Good morning there, Holly. Thanks for coming on. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So what's uh, what's up with you uh, coming out today? Appreciate you being here. Uh, a great ambassador and representative for Mississippi and doing some good stuff here for the veterans. Uh, glad to have you. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. My brother is a United States Marine, so any event where I can give back to our nation's military and to our veterans is important to me, and so I wanted to be here to support that. Well, that is awesome. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? Your first time you've been here? It is my first time. It's, it's awesome. gorgeous. I was driving up, so blown away by the views. Love it here. I'm definitely going to have to come back. This uh, is indeed uh, does showcase the landscape and the beauty of the state of Mississippi, does Absolutely. it not? Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. It's, it's beautiful. So. Uh, the lake uh, behind us here and this this setting is just gorgeous and you can hear the shooters out in the mm -hmm. background taking down the clays trying to uh, win the prizes but all doing it for a good cause donating to uh, the friends of uh, Mississippi veterans it just a an overall a great event a great time and and great representation out here today as well uh, a lot of our state leaders a lot of business folks uh, private citizens they all care deeply about our veterans as I know you do as well so it, it's got to be rewarding to represent a state that is so patriotic uh, mm -hmm. is, is that something that's important to you 
Absolutely. I love the state of Mississippi. I'm proud to be from our state, but having a chance to represent it throughout the year and at the Miss America competition truly is an honor. Mississippi is also the most generous state in the nation. We've been named that for years and years. And so at an event like this where we are a patriotic state, we're giving back to our veterans is so important. And truly with my social impact initiative being about volunteerism and all about service and giving back, it's just amazing to be here. And I'm thankful to be here and be able to meet with everyone, mix and mingle, and it's truly just an honor. Yeah. Uh, so how's the rain been going? How's it, it been going? It's been going well so far. Um, I get a new car every 5,000 miles. I travel from George <laughs> Carr. I'm on car number three, and I've only been Miss Mississippi for three months. <laughs> That's so awesome. we're averaging a car a month at this point. It's been amazing, everything that I could have hoped for and more. And I've just been enjoying going to pretty much every corner of the state, meeting people and representing everyone in the state of Mississippi. So it's been fun, for sure. Have you been outside of uh, Mississippi uh, also representing since you've been uh, Miss Mississippi? I have. I went to Miss America's outside teens to support Miss Mississippi's outstanding teen Tori Johnson in Florida so yep. I was there and then I went to Connecticut for Miss America orientation earlier in September okay. so that was exciting to get a little bit of insight on the job of Miss America what the selection committee will be looking for and the competition itself in December so I've been here and there out a few out of the state a little bit and Mississippi is blessed to have a rich history of uh, Miss America's and, and pageant competitors uh, really something special a uh, mm. great pageant or organization within the state, is there not? Absolutely. The board of directors with the Miss Mississippi Corporation truly is amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm so blessed to be able to work with them over the next year as they prepare me for Miss America. I, I don't think I'm biased, but I do know that Mississippi has the best board in the nation. Mm -hmm. So it's just really great to be able to work with them and to represent them as well over the next year and at Miss America. So really love working with them. What's uh, what's on the horizon for you? What, uh, what, what sort of are your service objectives in your role? So as Miss Mississippi, I have a marketing plan to um, kind of project the Miss Mississippi Corporation over my next year. But really my main goal is to promote my social impact initiative. So, so far I have implemented a new service project every month of the year so far. This month our project is Treats for Troops. We're collecting Halloween candy to send to troops um, overseas who are deployed. So I'm really excited about that. I've been working with Governor Reeves to implement a statewide day of service. That's in the works. Hopefully we're thinking about um, maybe next March having that be implemented. My goal is just to increase Mississippi's volunteer percentage by at least 5% over the next year. And service is the bedrock of the Miss America organization. It's one of our core values. And so I think that goes hand in hand with my social impact initiative. And so it's just really an honor and really interesting to be able to see over the next year how I can promote my social impact initiative and one of the core values of the Miss America organization. Right. So it's a double whammy. That's awesome. All right. So tell us about these specially designed shoes that you wore in a parade. So my shoes were paid tribute to Sarah Thomas. She's the first female NFL Here referee. today. She was here today. I got yeah. to see her. I got to talk to her. It was so fun. But, you know, um, the theme for the Miss America Show Me, Show Me Your Shoes parade this year was iconic women. And I think Sarah Thomas is a pretty iconic woman from the state of Mississippi. She's made great strides for women and great strides for our state. And so it was an honor for me to be able to showcase that through my shoe. It was a football cleat. I did not wear high heels in the Show Me Your Shoes <laughs> parade and it had it was bedazzled it had a cute little football at the bottom of it Ashley Thompson made my shoe so shout out to Ashley for helping make that possible but it was so fun I loved the parade the shoe was a hit everybody loved it and just really an honor to pay tribute to Sarah Thomas yeah and Sarah of course a, a groundbreaker and uh, yes. and I think a special person and a special Mississippi and so we we have so many uh, great women great females right here in the state of Mississippi and yes, you're one I, of them oh well thank you I appreciate thank you for coming that. on you're a great representative 
excited for our state. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. You got it. Miss Mississippi, uh, Holly Brand has been our guest. We'll come right back with more here on Middays. We've got uh, Representative Bubba Carter, Carter, Carpenter, excuse me, I'll get that out, and A.G. Lynn Fitch joining us in the next hour. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu. The House Speaker expressing optimism that a reconciliation package can be worked out in good time. Nancy Pelosi also signaling Democrats could make major cuts to the president's economic plan. We have to have something that will pass the House and pass the Senate. Pass the House and pass the Senate. And I'm not asking members to vote for something that has no chance to pass in, in the Senate. Fox's Jared Halpern explaining. The initial proposal totaled $3.5 trillion. Senate moderates have balked at the price, offering less than $2 trillion in new spending for education, health care, and climate change. And the Maryland couple accused of selling U.S. secrets will remain behind bars for now following a brief appearance in federal court in West Virginia. There's a detention hearing at the end of the week when more extensive arguments are expected to be made. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Critical race theory is being taught in Mississippi public schools, according to a report from the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. CEO Douglas Carswell says it's most egregious in public universities. What we find objectionable is not so much that critical race theory is being taught in universities, but there's no balance, there's no countervailing arguments against what's being taught. You can read the full report at supertalk.fm. Biloxi's eight casinos generated over a billion dollars in fiscal year 2021, the largest figure in the 29-year history of legalized gaming. The highlight of the fiscal year was in April when the city reported a record-shattering gross gaming revenue figure of over $111 million for one month. Close to 82 million of this goes to the state. A city keeps about 23 million, and local and county schools will also benefit. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. As lawmakers attempt to push through a medical marijuana proposal, Representative Lee Yancey says they've worked to address concerns from Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson by keeping licensing under the Department of Health. That way, Andy or the department don't have to say we are getting these people started or we condone what they're doing. What we're asking them to do is to inspect regulate and enforce the cultivators, the processors, the transporters, and the disposal destruction. Gibson had voiced concerns about the cost of the program for his agency. An Ole Miss offensive lineman earned SEC honors after Saturday's win over Arkansas. Left tackle Nick Broker was named the SEC co-offensive lineman of the week after anchoring a unit that helped to produce 611 yards of total offense, including 324 on the ground. Broker and the rest of the offensive line also kept quarterback Matt Corral upright as they didn't allow a sack in the win. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way. To be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle. Getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine. To protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply. To think deeply. And look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. You are tuned in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We are coming at you live from Providence Hill Farms 
sandwiched between Madison, Mississippi and Yazoo City, Mississippi, just up around Pocahontas. It's a beautiful venue for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs clay shoot, raising money for Friends of Mississippi Veterans to try to get uh, some of these outdoor facilities built around the veterans' homes. But lots of businesses, lots of individuals, lots of elected officials out here participating in this great event for a great cause. And joining us now, Bubba Carpenter. He is a member of the Mississippi House of Representatives, District 1. That's up in Alcorn and Tishomingo Counties. He's chairman of the House Military Affairs Committee. Uh, Bubba, glad you made it. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Gerard. Thank you for having me and uh, this great cause that we're raising money for today. And uh, personally, I want to thank you for, hadn't got to tell you, but uh, continuing this show at midday with well, thank the, the you. memory of JT. Uh, he was a friend of mine, as I was telling you off the air. He was really instrumental in helping me get elected uh, back uh, 14 years ago. But I uh, look forward to many years with you being on the radio. Thank Appreciate you for doing that. that. It's been, a, it's been uh, an honor and a privilege to uh, sit in the chair. Yes, sir. And uh, continue that uh, good work uh, that JT did. But I appreciate you yes, saying sir. that. So what do you think about this event today? It's pretty yeah, neat, this isn't is it? awesome. I tell you, I was able to come out here one year with the uh, Mississippi Hospital Association. Uh, they were raising money, and uh, we got to shoot at this course. And it's a, it's an awesome course. I really enjoyed it. But today is special, raising money for our veterans and a, a great cause and a beautiful landscape here. Isn't sure. it, though? It's just it's. Uh, Really, I think epitomizes the beauty it of does. Mississippi when it you're does. here in the woods and the rolling hills and the beautiful lake uh, behind us. It's just awesome. And beautiful. it's a fantastic clay yes, shoot. Uh, of course, they got set up and trying to raise some money That's to, right. to take the care thing. That's right. uh, of those veterans as well. So, uh, of course, serving in the legislature, you know, it's the, the time between sessions, it just doesn't seem to be that much, <laughs> does it? Because yeah. we're a couple of months away from getting it cranked up again uh, down at the Capitol. What, what do you, what's on your plate? What's the agenda? Uh, I, I tell you, being the chairman of military affairs was an honor of my life, being Philip Gunn, Speaker Gunn, appointed me uh, last uh, term to – to chair this committee, uh, of course, former Ray Rogers, or former Chairman Ray Rogers, yep. uh, chair this. He retired, and I uh, expressed some interest to Speaker Gunn about being a chairman. I'm a veteran, Desert Storm, uh, Mississippi Army National Guard, did uh, nine years. I got out as a, as a tank commander, uh, E6 rank. Uh, fell right into that. I talked to Speaker Gunn. He said, well, sure, I'd, you know, it would be a great thing for you to take over since Ray Rogers is not running again. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, fortunate to get appointed to that chairmanship and love working with uh, Stacy Pickering, uh, uh, Secretary Pickering, and mm -hmm. his, his staff, Melissa Wade, the, uh, the uh, governmental affairs lady. Last year we were able to do some great things for our veterans, uh, not that it hadn't been done in years past, but the uh, – we have uh, the nursing homes we have. We needed one more because of the, the aging population on the coast. And if you'll know, the numbers are pretty staggering that 77% of our veteran population lives in that area down there because of Keesler Air Force Base. Yeah. And so we have the Oxford home and we have the Collins. And then, of course, we have – and we're going to plan on building a reunion, one at Reunion. And that price tag was around $16 million, And we were able to get that through appropriations and – and get uh, Mr. Pickering some money to start that project. I think it's a couple years in the building process, but until then, we know we got that built. We have that money there available, and it's going to be great for our veterans. Um, you know, serving in the capacity is, uh, is, like I said, an honor to me. And we were able to last year. Uh, Mr. Pickering came to us, and, and, you know, it was a unique year last year. COVID was unique to us. What was going on, we had a statute that said that he could only pay his nurses' aides and nurses X amount of dollars. It was a cap on the salary or the hourly wages. Hmm. 
Well, that was uh, unique to the to the times because COVID, we know some nurses were making, they could travel and get 60 to 70 bucks an hour, and our nurses' aides were getting quite a bit of money to travel to do the COVID. So what we had to do is give him some relief. He had to raise that cap to where he could compete with these nurses' salaries to be able to retain and not only retain but to recruit some new nurses to help with this COVID uh, uh, problem we were having. And we were able to give him that relief, and I think that helped a lot with him retaining some nurses and recruiting some nurses. Uh, we know it's uh, uh, not as attractive as it used to be when you had the 25-year state retirement, but it's still 30 years, and you can come in making decent money, and you can retire at 30 years with the state of Mississippi. So that was able. we were able to keep those nurses and, and train some more CNAs and all that good stuff. Uh, also, last year was pretty unique in the uh, what Stacy was having to do with his PPE, the protective gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was under different guidelines, being federal dollars coming down from D.C. to maintain the nursing homes. We were able to give him some stuff he needed to help with that PPE and some of his extra stuff that he he needed. So, and we look forward this year, Gerard. To uh, if you're, you were just off the air, we were talking about you growing up in West Jackson and yep. how that's changed over the years. Out in that area is just not to talk about anybody, but it's been blighted. It's yeah. it's not as attractive as it used to be when the state nurse, the VA home was built out there. Our goal out there is to we have some land by Whitfield out there in Rankin County, and we would love to take the money that hopefully will get appropriated this year to the tune of about sixteen million and build a new modern nursing home out at in that Rankin County area that's owned by state property already wouldn't be a price tag to the to the voters or the to the citizens of the state we already own the property to get a new home out there to get that out of west jackson uh not only because of the blighted area but the the safety of the workers that work out there second third shift um i know we you know we hear horror stories about what's going on down there but we just want to make sure those people that are taking care of our veterans are taken care of while they're at work and while they're going to and from work so hopefully we can get that home built over in rankin county as well yeah yeah that that area over there that home has been there and it's and it's adjacent to what was a uh, a military installation during world war ii that's right that uh, has just been abandoned it was abandoned a long time ago as a matter of fact so yeah we can't neglect these folks and uh, they took care of us and we need to take we gotta take care of exactly right and that's what we're doing here at this event today uh, well, all right, so that's that's is that kind of a top priority for you it on is, the military this, affairs in, committee in this, in this legislative session to help push it through appropriations to get that money and understanding from Mr. Pickering, they need the commitment that the state's willing to do that because all of it will be paid back with federal dollars. I so got you. If we give them that commitment this year through the appropriations process, he can go ahead and start planning. Uh, he can start engineering and start uh, uh, getting with the architects about building this home. And and one good thing about it. He can do the same floor plan he's doing at Reunion that he's doing in Rankin and save that cost. You I know? see, yeah. But, that, yeah, that's the priority this year. And, and also, we're always up for any request that Mr. Pickering has that, that will help our veterans. He's uh, boots on the ground. He sees it every day, and he hears the needs. He brings them to us, and, and we just try to – that's probably the easiest committee 
to chair is that Veterans Affairs because who is going to vote against <laughs> veterans? Yeah, exactly. You know? So, but it is. Uh, it has. It takes. Um, you know, a lot of thought, and, and we have to sell it to our members that this is great for your veterans, your constituents, and we need to, we need to push this through the committee process. Yeah, and, well. and we should also, of course, uh, recognize, Bubba, that uh, the Friends of Mississippi Veterans is a great organization it's great. that's totally awesome. privately funded. It is awesome. And uh, and they work hand-in-hand, hand, of they course, mean, with uh, yeah. Mid-South Rehab and also that's with right. Stacey at uh, right. Mississippi VA. So and, uh, uh, a you know, critical part of exactly. uh, the whole ecosystem. And, you know, our, our problem Probably the greatest generation, the World War Twos, are, are passing away at, a, at an enormous rate every day. So that's yeah. going to bring your Vietnam veterans coming up in the aging population, and that's what Stacy was telling me that a, a lot of our residents now are Vietnam veterans yeah. because the World War Two are slowly but surely. Yeah. And I and I hate it, but that you know they're in the nineties. Yes, they're it's age. They've yeah. a, yes, and they've been there for us, and we need to be there for them. That's yeah. right. And you know I. I I say this because having grown up in the Vietnam era and, and seeing the mistreatment oh, of uh, Vietnam vets, yeah. we yes, got to take care of those guys, did. man. I was able, before I was chairman, I, I authored a piece of legislation that uh, actually it was Vietnam Day in Mississippi. And at that time, we had seven legislators, two in the Senate, five in the House, that were actually combat Vietnam veterans. We have two right now that I know of. Manly Barton, of course, got a Purple Heart, yep. uh, Representative Barton. Yep. He served, and uh, of course, uh, Shorty, uh, John Reed was in that era, but he wouldn't combat. Yeah. Later. But we had uh, at that time uh, Representative Billy Broomfield. Uh, we had some combat vets, and uh, so Manly Barton, we, we and Dr. Mac Huddleston, he was yep. a helicopter pilot uh, back in the day. Dr. Mac and I got elected at the same time, and those two I know were combat veterans in Vietnam, and they're still serving in the House of Representatives. Wow, sure are. So yeah. do great men. They're great folks. Yeah. So we. Uh we got to make sure that they don't fall out of sight and off the right. radar as they well. They did not get the welcome home that they deserved, and now we're trying to make it. Hopefully, we can make some of it up to them. I know we can't replace it, but maybe we can make it up to them. Yes, sir. Yeah, I sure hope so. Yes, sir. Well, it's been a pleasure Great having job. you on there, Representative yeah. Carpenter. Always good to see you, my yeah, friend. And thank thanks you. for coming down and being here yes, and being sir. part of this thank event. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, man. You got if it. If you need me, call it. Yes, I sure uh, will. We'll be right back. We've got Attorney General Lynn Fitch coming up next, and then Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn, and we'll round out the day with former Governor Phil Bryant. Stay with us. Middays, we'll be right back. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, 
insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let The Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at The Rogue serving Mississippians. Nicely done, Beef. When football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you too. Because your savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at BeefIt'sWhat'sForDinner.com. Funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for... Middays with Gerard Gibbert. On Super Talk Mississippi. Then they talk about you cold when you walk it is for the skies. You were young and bold, and maybe didn't that change with a wink of your eye? Now no one's talking about those crazy days gone by. No one talks about the times you cried. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard is back with you. We are at Providence Hill Farms for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Clay Shoot. We are raising money 
for our very valuable and appreciated veterans here in the state of Mississippi. Uh, what a great day, great venue, and joining us now, the Attorney General of the state of Mississippi, Lynn Fitch. Uh, so good to have you on today, General. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Dragart. Thanks for having me. It's great to be with you. Excited about your new show and oh. glad to be on today. Well, I appreciate and that. Thank we're you. getting to celebrate. This is a great opportunity for people to get together and honor our veterans and, like you said, raise dollars that are so needed to take care of them. I mean, you think about our, our veterans have done so much for us. Um, they put themselves out there, the men and women in service, uh, so that we could be sitting here right now. It's unbelievable. Enjoying freedoms. And, uh, we should never forget that, and we should always honor them. And most importantly, we got to take care of them. And that's what this event's all about: is making sure that we do take care of them uh, for their service. Absolutely. You know, they they put in early on, and they served all the way through, never asking any questions, and went for us uh, in every avenue that they could to protect us, to have those freedoms. And absolutely, we need to take care of them in the different uh, homes and and keep them uh, having a fabulous quality of life that they so deserve. Absolutely the least we can do uh, in return for their service and their commitment to us and uh, the sacrifices they made so that, as you said, we can enjoy the quality and style of life we uh, cherish here in uh, Mississippi and, and in America. So I know it's been awfully busy in your office these days. <laughs> it seems like we read about stuff going on virtually every day. Uh, in uh, the news, the national news, of course, you've got this big case that is uh, going before the Supreme Court, the abortion case that everybody knows about now, referred to as the Mississippi case, I think, in a lot of the uh, the media. Uh, what What's the latest? What are you hearing? If there's any update you can share with us on that, I, I thought we might start that. I know that's a high priority for you. Absolutely, and thanks to Rog for talking about that, because it is set for hearing in front of the United States Supreme Court on December the 1st. So we're excited that we've gotten a date set. We're looking forward to having the opportunity to talk about the platform, to talk about the, the nexus of our brief, uh, the magnitude of this case. You know, think about it, George. This is the first time in 50 years there's been any discussion about Roe v. Wade. And so now we can actually have a very healthy dialogue on why that case and the others should be overturned. It's really key because, you know, you've for 50 years you've had this um, bl blurry lines about when is uh, viability, yeah. uh, who should really be in charge, and you've got so many different federal uh, courts that have had a number of different decisions, again, making it a very blurry line for everyone involved. This allows us for the first time to go, wait a minute, 50 years, things have changed. Yeah. You know, women have changed, men have changed. Certainly our, our medical uh, technology has changed. Uh, the science has been so important. Um, and as you look forward in 50 years, the workplace has changed. Yeah. So it, it is really time to have that conversation. I'm very excited. I, I just was in front of the United States Supreme Court last week okay. for their first case that they had held in person since COVID started. Right. So we have kind of the groundwork, uh, what they will be expecting. They're not letting anyone in except for counsel. In the press. Mm, interesting. So, all right, so explain for the benefit of our audience what would happen should uh, your argument prevail? Should the case be be uh, ruled in your favor, in Mississippi's favor? What would happen? Well, you're, well, you're exactly right. It has become the Mississippi case, and it, but. It, it is a Mississippi case, but it will affect everyone across our country. Okay. And that's why I said this is a case of magnitude, because when it 
the ruling comes down, it will affect every state. Uh, certainly it will affect Mississippi and uphold the 15-week abortion ban, but for all the other states, and this is truly a rule of law case, that should be returned to each respective state. Every state should be able to make their own rules. We certainly have ours. You may see some other very uh, liberal states have some very different rules than we do, different laws than we have. Um, but at the same time, it is a rule of law case, and it should be returned so that you know we elect our legislators. They are our voice. Our governors are the voice. So they, in fact, are the ones that should be making the ultimate decisions on behalf of all of us in each respective state. So I, I feel very very good that they are going to do something because the United States Supreme Court uh, let this case sit for a number of months and then when they um, allowed us to, to move forward I mean we've been on a pretty stringent schedule you yeah. know briefing schedule the reply uh, brief from the other side and so and then find the reply from our side um, today so we're ready and we're getting ready for December the 1st well from a legal perspective uh, general is isn't it fair to say that this is much a case about limiting federal power and about federalism and the Tenth Amendment itself as much that as is just the the complex argument about human viability which is I think at the core of this well you're exactly right so there's no constitutional right or text or um, constriction of how that plays out. Roe v. Wade just made that assumption and then all these courts have operated for the last 50 years yeah. with their own interpretation. Yeah. So we didn't have anything, you know, very definitive to work from. Yeah. So again, as this comes down, it allows us in each state to make those determinations, determine what laws fit the needs of the people in their states. Um, and so that's why it's so key, and I feel like they're going to want to do something because, again, it has just been this blurry line out there. And our job is, you know, to, to protect life, uh, to protect the sanctity of life. Sure. But look at it from a holistic perspective. Uh, we have to empower and take care of the women. Yeah. We need to help them along the way, you know, not only um, during their pregnancy, after their pregnancy, but be supportive for the, the women and the child. And so this is the first time, again, we've had the discussion that we should be doing yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> but it just seems like that what's happened since then because of the advances in technology and medical technology uh, in particular uh, uh, during the pregnancy period, states have gone in opposite directions. I mean, the, the far left states have, have extended some of that way beyond, I mean, almost to the point where uh, they're trying to legalize uh, uh, abortion even after birth, I mean, uh, after a party. So uh, we, we've got to have some way that a, a state could, we could return to the foundational framework of, of the nation, which is allowing the states to have some purview there, and that's Seems like that's what's going on here. To the to the average non-legal person like me, I guess that's what it appears to be. No, you're absolutely correct. That's what we're we're asking is turn it back to the states. And again, you're going to see some very different laws in yeah. very different liberal states than what we have. You'll probably have some continue to go to the extremity. Yeah. 
But at the same time, we know we're doing the right thing, allowing it to come back to the states, really arguing the rule of law, uh, really talking about the protection of life. Uh, now, not only are we talking about the child, the mother, and then we're also arguing for the medical integrity. Yeah. I mean, the, the, this profession is so key to to the women and to these children as well. Absolutely. It, it totally is. Uh, General, it's hard to believe, but we got a new legislative session coming up here in a couple of months. <laughs> what are some of the priorities from the AG's office this year that you're, you're working with on the legislature? Well, we, we've got a number of different areas that we're looking into. There were some cases uh, or some statutes that we would like to have had amended or be introduced last year, so we're looking to bring those forward. Um, we're always going to be talking about equal pay. It's yes. so important to talk about equal pay, and if you think about that, that's even important to what we're talking about for, the, for this case is empowering women. Because right now you have a 27% pay gap in the state of Mississippi for women. You've got at least 78,000 heads of households that are headed by women that, that live below the poverty line. So we have to really have that conversation. That's going to help us from an economy, uh, from a workplace, uh, in upskilling our workforce. So that, that certainly will be key uh, as we look at a number of other issues that are important to um, how we protect people in the state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, so that's on the on the table now. I got to ask you about the medical marijuana program because that's obviously one of the the most hotly contested matters in our legislature. <laughs> what would this mean to the attorney general's office? So should we get a program passed? What does it look like right now? Well, we'll certainly be looking at how the laws are set up. You know, we um, will be moving forward to, uh, you know, any way that we can help as we look over any assistance that we might provide as it's percolating through, be it a special session or the regular session, uh, to make sure that all the laws are in compliance uh, and that all the, the, the different areas are met because, as you said, it's been a very hotly contested Yeah. Um, Yep. program and and going through the initiative process right we'll see where all that goes up uh, what about the uh vaccination mandates if you if you, has your office got any role in that we got just about 30 seconds left here but yeah absolutely you know from the republican ag side we have already filed 34 lawsuits against that. the biden administration yeah. written 18 letters we just wrote another letter and said this 100 person overreach it's, is it's unacceptable not so, on the private sector that's just wrong right you'll you'll consider content continue to see me go after the biden administration with my colleagues attorney general lynn fitch has been our our guests, we're at the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Clay Shoot, Providence Hill Farm. Stay with us. Middays will return. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Thursday, beautiful day on tap, partly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Physical Therapy and Balance, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free, over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by List for Less. 
go to buyhomeswithsusan.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, <laughs> almost. You know? And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. <laughs> and then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Critical race theory is being taught in Mississippi public schools, according to a report from the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. CEO Douglas Carswell says it's most egregious in public universities. What we find so objectionable is not so much that critical race theory is being taught in universities, but there's no balance, there's no countervailing arguments against what's being taught. You can read the full report at supertalk.fm. Biloxi's eight casinos generated over a billion dollars in fiscal year 2021, the largest figure in the 29-year history of legalized gaming. The highlight of the fiscal year was in April when the city reported a record-shattering gross gaming revenue figure of over $111 million for one month. Close to 82 million of this goes to the state. A city keeps about 23 million, and local and county schools will also benefit. I'm Kelly Bennett. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. 
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from Providence Hill Farms, the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Clay Shoot. Great event for a great cause, raising money for our veterans, our precious veterans. And joining us now, the Speaker of House of the State of Mississippi, Speaker Philip Gunn. Mr. Speaker, thanks for coming on today. What about this event? This is Hey, great. absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And by the way, congratulations on this show. I think this is the first time I've been on since the, it became right. the official Gerard Gibbert show. So <laughs> yeah, appreciate uh, it's that. great to be with a local celebrity like yourself. Man. I don't know about that. but uh, you giving out autographs? Can I get an autograph for him? Uh, that hasn't happened yet. Okay. I don't expect that. So. Very good. Uh, appreciate you coming on, though. And this is a fantastic event. It's one I like to participate in each year uh, there's nothing that, uh, that we can ever do I think to express our gratitude for our veterans and what yeah. they've done for our country you know I, I had an opportunity to go to Normandy about five years ago and to stand on those beaches and to hear the stories that took place on that spot and to contemplate the freedom that those guys fought for. One thing I didn't realize until I got there is just how powerful Adolf Hitler was and how, mm. how uh, to hear the stories told about how close he came to succeeding. And, it, you know, but for these guys who fought and who decided to storm that beach and who sacrificed, uh, the, the, the world might have changed. And so you've got veterans out there, not only in, in World War II, but Vietnam and the, Cor and the uh, Korean War and the Gulf War that have stepped up just like that to provide and preserve the freedoms that we enjoy. And so to come out here and, and show a sign of support for them is an honor for all of us, and I'm indeed honored to be a part of this program today. And uh, great crowd, great participation. We had uh, Director Stacy Pickering, uh, Mississippi Veterans Affairs Director, on earlier on the show. He says this thing's getting so big that they... Uh, they oh, I heard him talk about that. Yeah. They had a golf tournament yesterday, yeah. and they had more teams than they could accommodate, so they're going to have to expand the golf tournament. That's awesome. And then today, they've got you know a morning and an afternoon group, and uh, we'll probably end up having to expand that as well. It's so awesome. It's, it's wonderful to see the Mississippians show up and show their support, and uh, we're doing what we can to, to help our veterans and make sure that they are uh, shown how much we appreciate them. And we had Representative uh, Carpenter, who of course uh, serves in your chamber, on earlier, and he was talking about some projects that uh, his group has uh, on the, uh, the table. He's the chairman, of course, of the House Military Affairs Committee. But one of those involves, I believe, relocating one of the homes that's in West Jackson. 
um, and maybe out in the Rankin County to a more suitable locale and, and just a, a, a need to uh, improve those conditions. That's overall. correct. That is correct. That, 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 that home has been there for as long as I remember. Yeah, I too. grew up in Clinton, and it's been there ever since I can remember. Yep. And that area of town has, has declined. Those buildings have declined. They're old. It's yeah. just you, you, you've patched them up as long as you can patch them up, and yeah. it's time to build a new facility for those guys. I think that's right. Hopefully we can get something done because we we, we certainly uh, can't abandon, uh, and, and they deserve everything that we can do. Absolutely. Uh, for them, and of course, as he was talking about, we've got the World War II vets that are steadily uh, dying out and disappearing That's just right. because, because of age. And and now the uh, the Vietnam vet uh, is, uh, I guess, the the most that they deal with and the most they service, just based on that age. Correct. So we That's we got to take we got to take care of those men and women that took care of us. The they did. Yeah. They did. And it's great of you and your your show to come out here and and highlight this. Yeah. And each year you're out here. You're featuring this on your show yeah. and you're having people on to, to highlight this and talk about it and build it up and that your, your part needs to be acknowledged in this as well well appreciate that it's a labor of love this this is it's an honor and a privilege uh to do our little part to, to serve those veterans so all right well we got a new session coming up here pretty soon it's hard to believe it's only yeah, a, a we're, couple we're of months we're three months away. away from uh, a little less than three months away from january but it seems like uh, Mr. Speaker, since we uh, Sonny died, we've had a lot of stuff going on since then with the medical marijuana bill, of course, that uh, is still floating out there. And, and uh, I think uh, uh, the uh, tax reform uh, bill that passed the House that uh, you've been out uh, providing insight and educating, right. uh, traveling around the state. I've, I've seen you two or three times do so, do a great job of that. So a lot of uh, big issues that are likely to be debated in the capital yes sir that's right we uh of course uh, there's a lot of talk about the special session potential special session over a, a number of items one of which is uh first responders uh, i think you and i talked yep. about that trying to provide some death benefits to our first responders who die of covid taking care of our domestic violence shelters human trafficking centers and our uh, child advocacy centers they've lost funding due to the pandemic we want to shore them back up to make sure that our women and children continue to receive the services they need the, we've also got this issue with the hospitals struggling to maintain their uh, staff we, we've got a plan we put out there to help those hospitals retain those health care workers yep. And then, of course, the medical marijuana. Now, if any of those issues are not handled in the special session, they obviously would come up in January. In addition to that, we've got the income tax, which you mentioned. We've got uh, the initiative process, which was set aside by the Supreme Court. Yeah. So we're looking to reinstitute that. And then uh, redistricting, which yeah. is here True. upon us. So yeah. those are... Those are three items that just come to the top of my head as I sit here. <laughs> Those are big. So, all of them are big. And yeah. redistricting comes around once every 10 years. So as you can see, uh, we've got a, a busy schedule for the next two or three months, six months, really, between now and the end of the session, trying to get all of those issues handled. And, and just for the benefit of our audience, Mr. Speaker, as, as the leader of the of the chamber, you've got 122 members. Correct. Right? You're in touch with them all throughout the, uh, the period that you're out of session. I try to stay in touch with them regularly. Sure do. It's, just, it's nothing more than just to call them and see how they're doing. But yeah. They're, they're constant... Uh, communications they come to the capitol still and work yeah. and i run into them at the capitol but I, I try to stay in good 
constant communications with them without bothering them too much. Yeah. So the last time you and I saw each other, I believe, uh, we were down at the Capitol for uh, Senator Josh Harkin's hearing on, on tax reform. And Correct. It was, it was a, um, a bicameral, if you will, uh, meeting, representatives from, from both chambers, and you had a couple of days of speakers come before you. Uh, I was privileged to be one of those. That in, is correct. In ending the uh, the session there, what's your, what's your take from that? What do you think? Well, anyone who watched those hearings or attended those hearings, I think if you just look objectively what the testimony was, you could see that it was overwhelmingly in favor of getting rid of the income tax. Yeah. I counted up the number of witnesses that spoke in favor of getting rid of the income tax and or in favor of the plan that, that we proposed. And there were seven witnesses, including yourself, the t- two economists from Ole Miss, the yep. t- Americans for Tax Reform, National Taxpayers Union, the Tax Foundation, uh, and one other person that escaped, uh, uh, Amer- uh, in power. power. That's seven people who spoke in favor of the plan and getting rid of the income tax. There was one witness who testified to the contrary. So I'm a lawyer in my regular life. If, 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 if I'm sitting on a jury and I look at the weight of the evidence, it was overwhelmingly in favor of getting rid of the income tax. And as a side note, you did a fantastic job of summarizing the entire thing and bringing it together. You were the last witness, but you did a great job of, of putting some practical application to the plan. If you look at the concern that was expressed over loss of revenue, there's a lot of people who say, well, if we cut out the income tax, we're going to lose revenue. Yeah. Again, look at the weight of the witnesses. The state economist, the legislative budget office, and the Department of Revenue, all three testified that there would be no loss in revenue. In fact, one of them said it would actually increase revenue by $58 million. Yeah. There were zero witnesses who testified to the contrary. Right. And so I can go down every other point like that and, and, and say, just look at the weight of testimony. Look at the credentials good, of the people who point. testified, and it's overwhelmingly in favor of the plan that, that we have proposed. Well, and, it, and I'm saying, you know, I don't know that our plan is the end all, but yeah. it's a great starting point, and we need to have negotiations and discussions about how, if there need to be tweaks made, we can make tweaks, but we need to get it done. Yeah. However yeah. we get there, we need to get it done. Well, I, I certainly hope so, and we should also point out that the witness who spoke in opposition of the plan really was in favor of raising taxes and, and uh, dreaming up all sorts of new taxes as well, yes, and expanding yes. government uh, to to uh, to, to f- uh, use the funding from those additional taxes for new government programs. That's exactly so, right. That's exactly uh, right. Uh, it, it it wasn't really anything about how can we grow our economy and our economic base and and and, ex- and expand opportunity. No, it was, that it was a purely political yeah. testimony designed to advance a political agenda, which was to expand government, tax the rich more. She yeah. said that out of her own mouth. Yeah. And if you look at the, 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 the bio, is uh, a young lady who had only been uh, a policy advisor for one year uh, versus yeah. the expert, the economists and all the national policy experts who testified. It just didn't carry the weight that the others did. So yeah. uh, you go down every point, like I said, and the overwhelming weight of testimony was in favor 
of getting rid of income tax. We we got uh, just about 30 seconds left. Quickly, did you get any feedback from the Senate, from uh, Senator Harkins, Lieutenant Governor? Yes, I, I am working uh, regularly, daily almost with them okay. to try to move them in this direction. I think we've got a positive reception over there. I, I hope they it. continue to work with us on that. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks Speaking for having me on. Appreciate Always good to be with here. you. We'll be right back with Midday's final segment. I think we got former Governor Bryant joining us. There are five easy reasons to leave it up to us at AgUp and the more powerful John Deere 5E Series tractor. It's more comfortable and more affordable with 0% financing for 72 months. Plus more coverage with our 10-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Add in more attachments and you'll be set to tackle those heavier-duty chores. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 93021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. We've all heard the old expression, work smarter, not harder. Those words become a reality when you visit Ace Bolt and Screw. From tools and accessories to every fastener imaginable, Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every job. Register to win a Predator Talon high-performance electric bike valued at $3,000. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 at the Gluckstadt exit, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. It's Super Start Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. That means you can get up to a $25 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of your Super Start Battery. Return power, performance, and reliability to your car, truck, motorcycle, and more with Super Start Batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. 
your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com slash business. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now, on to the real part. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Middays with Gerard. We are coming at you live from Providence Hill Farms for the Mississippi Veterans Affairs clay shoot. And joining us now is the former governor of the great state of Mississippi, Governor Phil Bryant. Thanks for coming on, Gerard, governor. glad to. Wow, that's a little yeah, loud there, huh? Yeah, a little bit. All right. A little bit. Hey, Rick. Good to be Good to be here. What a wonderful day for a shoot. Uh, I tell everybody I, I shot as could be expected for an old guy, but I had a lot of fun, <laughs> knocked a lot of them down, and uh, just what a great cause for this Veterans uh, Affairs Administration. And, and let me tell you, Stacy Pickering now, Lieutenant Colonel Stacy Pickering, yep. is doing just a remarkable job. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we've had great people in that position before, but I just don't know anybody that, has had the passion and commitment and just determination that Stacy has had to serve our veterans. Great way to describe it, Governor. He he truly does care about the well-being of our veterans, and and he uses all his skills, all his resources, all his assets to take care of them, and well he should because they deserve it. And he is one. And you're yeah. right. The the work that uh, some of the uh, work that we were uh, able to accomplish in, in eight years as governor, um, what I am most proud of is the cemeteries. Yep. Um, we are um, becoming a, a center for the last and final remains of our men and women in uniform, and and that's just a wonderful place to be. We are the Arlington of the South. And, and then, of course, uh, the extended care homes. Yep. A new one will be coming in, and we're so excited. 200 more beds. Uh, at Tradition, the medical city in Harrison County, we will have a construction celebration uh, on the 15th of this month. And uh, work is underway, and it is so critical if you think about how our veterans are aging. And not just the World War II veterans of Korea, but now friends of mine that were serving uh, in Vietnam are mm -hmm. of the age that they will need attention and care. And so this will be a brand new facility uh, down in Harrison County. Um, it's been probably seven or eight years in the making, and, and it will begin uh, going up on Friday. It's great to see the economic development and the growth that is occurring on that stretch through there. Yeah, from well, 67. The coast. Isn't that something? It truly is. I, I tell people it'll be Lakeland Drive. It's all, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're younger than me, but yeah. I, I remember, no, I remember too. driving out Lakeland Drive. There was one <laughs> one gas station, and um, and I just I moved to the reservoir in 80. 
84, 85, 85, and I remember my mother saying, son, you're so far out here, nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to ever come see you. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what 67 will be. You're, yeah. you're right, between Soche there and, and Biloxi. And uh, there's a medical city there that has a pharmacy school. William Carey Pharmacy School has a National Diabetes Obesity Research Center, has the nursing school, large 600-student uh, nursing school population there with Gulf Coast Community College. Yeah. Uh, it's just a remarkable little location right there in the piney woods of Harrison County. I think it's awesome. So yep. uh, I know you were uh, down at and a participant, right, at uh, Cruising the Coast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we did the show down there last and Wednesday. I missed it. I'm sorry. Incredible event. Wasn't that something? Oh, 9,600 cars or so, uh, uh, the most ever. Um, and, yeah, I just picked up a, an older – oh, yeah. I'm sorry, they're singing the national we're good. anthem. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, we turned down the sound here. But it was. The event there uh, last week. It was uh, so fantastic. great to, to showcase the, the the state of Mississippi. The Gulf Coast is a happening place, as is uh, so many other areas across the state of Mississippi. But it is. we're thank out of, you. We're out of time. Congratulations on the show. Our dear friend JT will long remember, but you are doing a fabulous job here. I always enjoy hearing you. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, thank you for thank coming you. on. Folks, that concludes the show here from Providence Farm, the uh, Mississippi Veterans Affairs fundraiser clay shoot going on out here. Rhino and I will be back in the studio tomorrow. Hope you'll join us. Stay safe. God bless everyone. Talk Mississippi Media Production.